Welcome to this week's episode of the Far Aim Podcast. We are doing part six with Lake Erie Island's flight legend, Ryan Eckel. Ryan Eckel, how are you doing today? I'm great. Good to be back. Thanks for having me. Sometimes I feel like I should do the introductions at the beginning. Sometimes I don't. Email me. Let me know. We're continuing on in 12 areas of operation that you need to master as a private pilot. Part 6. FAR 61.107. This is, uh, we finished up last time with landings. We're going to go into performance and probably ground reference maneuvers. Since the o- there's only one performance maneuver. And which one is that, Mr. Boris? One performance maneuver? Is that what yeah. you said? I was just seeing if you were paying attention. What we were ta- yeah, I, we were talking I am. about it I was, I, was, yeah. I was just looking up the reg here. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, it was 91 point... Wait, 61.107, right? That's what you said? Correct, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, what's your, what's your question? What's, what's the only performance uh, maneuver? Per- performance, performance maneuvers. There's only one. We were talking about it right before. I think you were messing with your hamster. What's the only performance maneuver we did on your flight review? The go around. Right? Or we did... Uh, <laughs> you got that's it. a performance yeah. maneuver. Yeah. It was, you it was did, yeah, the around. way you do it, yeah. it is. You're right. But, yeah. 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 Uh, performance maneuver. I don't know. We did uh, stalls and steep turns. Steep turns? Steep turns. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What, why is that a performance maneuver? But uh, <laughs> stalls, stalls, are, stalls are not. Why isn't a go-around a performance maneuver? Uh, I don't know. Doesn't it have something to do with the performance of the airplane? I didn't that's write actually, the book, man. Yeah, well. Send us some hate mail, man. Question. Send us some hate I mail. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Reach out to your local FISDO. I mean, why isn't a you know a short field takeoff? I mean, I, I don't know. Right. No, Scott that's Boris what I'm saying. Like, Delta when, you, sent you. when you ask me what's the only performance maneuver, I'm thinking like, well, any of them involve performance of the airplane, so I don't know. They're all performance maneuvers if they involve Scott Boris. That's right. Yeah. High performance. Scott's a performer. <laughs> yes. We don't have an answer to that, but that, that actually... You raise a good question, Scott, uh, accidentally. Don't, don't, yeah, don't give them to Yeah, I do credit. raise, I always raise good questions. I always have good answers, too. How are they defined? <laughs> How are they, hold on. Find it, Rob. I just seen if they had, a, I looked through the uh, part one definitions. Uh-huh. Because um, I've been spending a lot of time in this for something else we'll talk about in episode 100. And yeah, it's not it's not in their performance maneuver. So that was all I got. Don't know where you'd find that. Don't know why they differentiate. I mean, ground reference maneuver mm-hmm. that's obvious because you got to reference the ground. Yep. But the performance maneuver is that just like a catch-all thing they made up that they couldn't slide in anywhere else. I feel like that might be what's going on here. Yeah, as far as the private goes, I think kind of because I mean, there's more performance maneuvers as you get into your commercial. But that's true. That's true. So this is private. Never mind. Makes sense. Steep turns. We covered this a little bit on the episode about Scott Boris's flight review that he had to go through, where, in which Lee made him do a go-around, which is hilarious. Uh, Ryan, how do you teach this to a new student, the, uh, uh, the steep turns? Okay, yeah. For steep turns, I'm primarily teaching in the Archer uh, in the Cherokee 140. So I'll have them set their power first, get on a cardinal heading, and bug that heading. You know, it's best to have a bug. So bug the heading, pick a cardinal heading, you know, north, south. Doesn't really matter which way the wind's coming from. 
just uh, get on that heading, set your power to about 2,400 RPM, and then roll into the turn. So you have to do uh, 45 degrees of bank. And as you're rolling in, as soon as you hit about 30 degrees of bank, I have them bump the power from 2,400 to 2,500 because you're going to start to lose that vertical component of lift. So as you reach that 30 and continue to roll in, bump the power up, that extra power is going to, you know, allow you to stay up a little bit as you lose that vertical component of lift. So you don't start sinking down, which is pretty, pretty common mistake. Uh, hold it, hold that 45 and I have them do a whole 360 degree turn back to their heading. Um, I tell them to look outside. I want them to see where they're cutting that horizon and hold that sight picture the whole time. Then I want them glancing back inside of the air airplane to make sure, you know, they're still at maneuvering speed. They're still holding that 45 degree bank. And they're coming back around to their, their heading. So it's basically to teach them a scan of going inside and outside the airplane while they manipulate it to do exactly what they want, holding that 45. A couple of things that I point out, like I call them cheater points when they're uh, coming around the turn. If they start to descend a little bit, I'll say, I'll say, hey, shallow out the bank just a touch. You know, keep it close to that 45, but shallow it out. That's going to reintroduce that you know, component, uh, vertical component of lift. So it'll naturally just kind of come back up. If they start climbing, I'll say maybe increase your bank just a little bit and that'll, you know, bring them back down. Just try not to get, you know, over manipulative on the controls, you know, kind of the less you do, the better, I think, you know, don't touch that power after you get it set. Don't really touch the trim, just kind of get the, uh, you know, have the trim set. So the airplane's flying itself before you get into it too. Uh, but I wouldn't really make any adjustments to it as you're flying. And you're starting the rollout prior to hitting that heading bug. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, that too. Them. You know, as you're as you're approaching it, um, even like I know when we're in school, we could have like people do like callouts for you as you approach. On my last check ride, it was my ATP ride, so I wasn't able to have anybody do that. But we're not allowed um, to have them. They can't. Do we're any, not allowed at all they anymore. Can't do okay. Anything for you anymore? Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I thought that's that they they did get rid of that so it wasn't just because it was the atp ride but you know that's that's the whole thing that keeping that scan inside and outside the airplane as you approach that heading that you bugged that you you know entered the 360 degree turn on you gotta start rolling it out right on time and it's you don't have to make it a big old snap roll you know just kind of make it nice and gradual and you know don't overexert you know pressure on the aircraft so what did they get rid of like at our training facility, we were allowed to do call outs, like as you approached like your last 20 degrees of the turn. So you could be like, you know, 10, 20. Remember, five. it's a multi-crew airplane, Rob. Okay. Yeah. There's somebody else so. that can fly with flying with you. Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah. It's it's not going to apply to getting a private. You're just that was a, to be that was playing. a legit. That was a legit question I had. Mm -hmm. uh, devil's advocate question I have is what is a heading bug? I'd have never heard of such a thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, some of the older airplanes. Actually, the the Cherokee I teach in does not have one. Mine doesn't have. Otherwise, one. you know, you can set a a bug uh, on your, um, you know, your directional gyro to any you know heading that you select on there. Yeah, there's like directional gyro has a knob. Like my airplane had one knob, and you use that to rotate. You know, as time goes on, it gets you got to reset it to the compass heading. Correct. In like straight and level flight to make sure the the gyro is set correctly to give you an accurate heading of where you're actually going on your directional gyro as yeah. reality. And so then, if you have the heading bug, you'll have that uh, second knob and you can set that. Yep. And you could turn that little thing and it's this, there's this little mark. It's usually a, a bright color that goes around the whole dial. And then mm -hmm. you turning that will, you can set it to like, say 
you want to set it straight north, you just turn that knob until it's over the 360 degree, 360 degree mark straight north, and then that heading bug will stay on 360 the entire like until you move the knob again. So that's a, like a good reference that helps a memory aid, if you will, to to keep it on. Right. If someone out there was not familiar, yeah, it's just an in- yeah, it's just an indicator. Yeah, and yeah. then you know once you get more complex, you can have a speed bug as well. So you can set a mm-hmm. if they're telling you to Whoa. slow or you want to maintain something. <laughs> so all three your so axes you get into the real nice basically yeah, end up with indicator or with bugs. Right. Altitude pre-select is basically a bug. You'll see that come up on the tape before it capture on the if you're flying something glass, you'll see them on your you have airspeed tape versus a round dial. And so that can be bugged your airspeed and your altitude can be bugged with the pre-select. And most people are probably getting pretty familiar with heading bugs, I would think at this yeah. point. Yeah. But what's I nice about say. not having one though is you can totally cheat on these maneuvers. Remember, I mean, they're only as good as what they see, the DPE. Exactly. So that's why I say to, you know, you know, adjust your bank angle a little bit because it's harder for the examiner or the instructor to look over to see that bank angle change just a little bit. But it's a lot easier for me to see that altitude get, you know, too far out of play. They're going to give you 100 on e- either side of your uh, entry altitude. So, you know, keep it within that tolerance. And as you get to your commercial, they're only going to give you 50 on either side. So. I like to teach that just keep it in that 50 when you're doing your private and then your commercial should be a walk in the park. Right, right. And if you exceed the tolerance, to just get back to it. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to necessarily fail you for that either. They might say, you're a little low. And if you don't correct, then they have every right to fail you. So, I did my That's why I'm always a fan of turns. making your own call outs. What's that, what? Scott? In, our, in my flight review just recently, I did the uh-huh. perfect, nailed it right away. I'm, yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> Not a sight to behold. <laughs> uh, did you but could I have done any better? I probably not. So whatever. Uh, uh, whatever. You don't do them in between flight reviews. That's the point. No. That's why. That's why you. Yeah. That's why you do them. Yeah. Mastering like all the axes of the airplane. That's the idea. Yeah. You're. You're. You're not. It's not necessarily a distraction. Um. Like kind of like how the ground reference maneuvers are. It's not a distraction per se. It's just mastering your scan and just feeling out the airplane. I think that's the close that for the private. I mean, that's the only maneuver that really is making you focus solely on the airplane with that higher than normal um, bank angle, which is really starts to be once you start going beyond 30 is where you really start introducing that wing loading and the lack right. of the vertical component lift you were talking about, Ryan. So that's. Yeah. That's really kind of the only time that we really see it. And it starts to kind of change. Physics starts to feel like they're kind of changing on you. It's like, I fly this airplane all the time. But now that you've gone past that 30, 25, 30 degrees of bank, a standard rate turn, you're starting right. to feel things that like the, that is almost like theory when you read the books. But you can actually start to feel it apply. Like, oh, I'm just in this turn. Oh, well, why is the nose going now? I got to put in back pressure. Yeah. Well, now the back pressure is making my airspeed bleed. So you got to bump in the power to keep your airspeed up. So you're right. mastering all the axes of the airplane kind of in a outside of the typical envelope of your day in, day out flying. And I, I would say that's probably why this is kind of considered the a performance maneuver for the private pilot perspective. But I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah. Don, at least with me, like didn't want or Scott and I's initial instructor, Don, he didn't want me to just like any tolerance was the goal. Like when we were Doing okay, it Rob. when he was okay. prepping us for the ride. Okay, Rob. Make us all feel like I'm not, shit. Say, I'm not saying I did it perfect. I'm saying like 
he was just like, do it again. That's probably why Scott and I had so many hours before we went on a check ride. Well, yeah, I mean, the repetition is probably good for you, too. It's going to teach you exactly what they want you to do with the airplane. Like, Scott, you could, yeah, at I, one point, we couldn't do it now. At one point, you could nail it with, with the altitude indicator staying, everything would be on it. Oh, yeah. Like, pretty yeah. damn near perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember he would always just have us do it again if we didn't nail it. So Yeah. No, that's good. 100%. And sometimes if they, you know, just keep getting out of tolerance, you can go to onto something else and come back to it later. You don't want to burn them out either. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. We did that all the time. But yeah, that was right. always the goal. Was just yeah, zero. I'm not sitting up there and just going to, you know, do it until you get it right or we're not coming down. <laughs> so, well, yeah, then it's like 90 degrees outside and they're like letting it drop and then they want to get it back. So yank it back on it. You're like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So brutal. All right. Steep turns, performance maneuvers. Now we know. Ground reference maneuvers. What, um, I'm going to pretend like I'm asking, but I, I, what, which ones are these for the private? There's only two, I believe. Let me double check. Unless they're including the rectangular pattern. I bet okay, they I are. Found uh, so, it, yeah, rectangular yeah. course is still one of them. S turns and then turns around a point. So, Bingo. yeah, you, you do have three. Keep going, so, keep going, Ryan. So, I mean, <laughs> just yeah, keep go going, man. You got it. <laughs> the rectangular pattern, that's going to be, you know, your actual pattern flying. I'm not going to make anybody go out to a field out in the middle of nowhere and fly a rectangular course. We're going to do that all right at the airport as I teach you the pattern, like on your second flight, basically. Those other uh, maneuvers I don't introduce till a little further down the road. Not too much further, but the rectangular course is going to be ingrained in you pretty quickly and then the turns around a point and the s turns are gonna you know require a little more skill but not too much what's an s turn mm-hmm. <laughs> so the s turn uh for me the way i teach them is we'll find a road you know i like to find a north south road or an east west road it's gonna depend on what the wind's doing too because you know the maneuver says we have to enter with a downwind entry so with the downwind entry, that's going to be while well, our ground speeds up the highest. And that's going to tell you how you need to manipulate your bank angles to keep that constant, you know, distance from the road as you make each S on both sides of the road. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that first one that. coming in the down with the highest ground speed, when Correct. you decide to start, I always say right now you want to start this one early because if you let yep. this one go long, when you're doing that upwind or you know, into the wind leg, it's going to take forever. And you're just slowly bringing in bank or bringing out bank. So slow. It's just terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Keep that first one. Since that's your fastest ground speed, keep it tight, maybe a little bit tighter than you think you should, you know, because that's going to set the tone. You're trying to make a a linear S right across an S across the road. Exactly. So if you're skywriting, you want to look the same. Yeah. Keep looking outside. You want to cross, as you come back across the road, you want to cross with wings level. And then, you know, you enter. So now you're upwind, right? So you're going to shallow out that bank angle, like like Lee was saying. It's really just to prove that you know exactly what the wind is doing to you at all times. And that's even going to help you out in your pattern flying. If you are flying with a crosswind and you turn your base leg and you turn your final late, and let's say that crosswind is, you know, now at your tail, you're going to overshoot your runway. So it just you know, comes all the way back to your, your rectangular pattern. And then turns around a point is 
usually what our examiner kind of lets you choose. He'll say, do you want to do your S turns or do you want to do turns around a point? He won't typically make you do both unless you're kind of struggling. He might want to see you do um, both things, but turns around a point are usually what people pick. I think it's an easier one. For sure. I wouldn't want to go do yeah. an S turn across the road right now. <laughs> no. Unless same. the wind is zero. And even then I'm going to question it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I can yeah. only imagine what it would look like if I tried one right now. Probably wouldn't be good. The, again, though, Next. You're, it's it's a combination. It, it is a battle of whose imagination is better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You have to remember, they're, they're just, everybody's just using their imagination for this. So, yeah. I mean, it's like, be close. Make sure that you are, if you can talk through it, I always think that's better. So at least they get a glimpse into what's going on inside your head. Exactly. That's Even if you're a little off. Proving that you know what's happening to the airplane. Yeah. Oh, I have a tailwind. So I'm going to, you know, throw a little more bank angle in. Or I have a headwind now. So I'm going to shallow up my bank angle to make this turn the way I want it. Right. The biggest thing is enter correctly. Yeah, you know, enter right. with that downwind. That's a, that's a failure right there. If, if you enter upwind, hey, that's... You're going to enter up when, and the examiner is going to say, that's unacceptable. You wish to continue. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's not the way it should be. It should be taught. And, and that kind of is on you as the student to know, like, what are the wins today? So I know I'm picking the right road. And that, that is a lot on, honestly, that's a lot too. That's almost something that needs to be briefed like yeah. with you and your, your student before. So it's like the winds out of the West today. So you need a North South road. Correct. You know, something something to that effect, just so they have that situational awareness to set them up for success. Because picking Breathe the wrong road, get out there. Yeah, yeah, picking the wrong road on the wrong day could, I mean, could totally screw you. Absolutely. Or screw, you know, the student could screw themselves rather. And the other thing I forgot to point out too is uh, you're doing these at a thousand AGL. And why a thousand AGL? It's going right back to that whole pattern. That's where you're going to be. Hold on the- a second. I got an email about this. Keep keep going. I'm going to find it, though. That reminded me. I, and I told the guy I'm going to bring this up next time. <laughs> okay. All right, good. Good. Find it. When you're uh, flying your pattern, you're supposed to be flying it at 1,000 AGL. Mm-hmm. So they want you to have that same sight picture in your mind, so knowing could, what the wind's doing to you, knowing what the you know ground looks like mm-hmm. at, those, at that point. So could I be? would I be relatively accurate in saying that these are maneuvers, although we have to demonstrate them on a check ride. Correct. But... Could these be maneuvers that are somewhat designed to prepare you for operating in the traffic pattern? Oh, yeah. Would that be a somewhat accurate statement? Because that's the way I've always kind of looked at them. We kind of, you kind of want to get them right into the pattern work. And they're learning a lot of these concepts, the downwind, Mm -hmm. how the wind is affecting you and how that's going to, you know, when you're making your base to final turn, what's the wind happening to you? Yeah, you feel like you're high, but now the wind's turning into a headwind. So now you're actually on glide path or whatever or low, things like that, how the wind is playing on you. And I've always kind of marketed them as like, these are to prepare you. We kind of brush up, kind of maybe cover them, but then it's really for getting you proficient for the check ride because you get right into the pattern. And learn a lot of the play on wind stuff in the pattern, right? Mm-hmm. Or do you do different? No, that's how I do it. And also looking at the ACS here too, it actually says you can do 600 to 1,000 feet EGL. That's because the pattern altitude is 600 to 1,000. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you got to think like out in Denver, you're not going to have a 150 climbing to 1,000 <laughs> no. feet AGL. Oh, my yeah, God. I mean, could you imagine? You can, but you're... You can, but it'd take you... <laughs> 
half hour. <laughs> 30 miles yeah. away from the airport <laughs> right, to, get, yeah. to get up to altitude. Yeah, that's it's what some, I think some about. Some insane density altitude. Yeah, that, yeah. that checks out. I'm yeah. so used to flying here at 600 feet, you know, MSL, so. Right, right. Yeah, that's that's what I always think about. And like, yeah, I, I don't know where we're going with that. But yeah, I, I just feel like mm-hmm. the ground reference are so like in the performance moves with the steep turns are the things that we're looking at. We're looking at airspeed, altimeter, yep. and the heading indicator. That's yeah. like kind of our scan. And obviously outside, you know, cause look at the horizon, the natural horizon, because it's a VFR, VMC maneuver, performance yeah. maneuver. We do them IMC at training for us, but that's because yeah. it's a proficiency check and all that good stuff. But um, an yeah, instrument covered, proficiency yeah. check. But like for VFR guys, private, I mean, you got to include that outside scan too. That keeps the FAA happy. So you're looking outside mm-hmm. for like a, um, traffic avoidance things, blah, blah, blah. Here, we've removed the heading out of the scan. And now yeah. we've put a fixed point outside the airplane. So mm-hmm. we're, we're, our scan includes the same number of items for the most part. I'm stretching it, the same number of items. But one of them is a fixed point on the ground, which is our imaginary airport, which is what all these things are based around, is some Correct. a ground reference, your touchdown point. That's what our turns around a point is. You're, you're, you're trying to imagine that being your touchdown point, and you need to play the wind around that and maintain that equidistant you know, track around that point. I, th- I just 100% I market it as... This is to get you primed for operating the pattern, and most of that we learn in the pattern. Let's face it. We're not going to yeah. burn up a bunch of time, 10 hours. Let's get in the pattern, and you're going to learn all this, and then we will kind of fine-tune this for your check ride so you can re- uh, reproduce yeah. it. Another thing with those turns around a point, I'm fortunate enough out here teaching in Northwest Ohio that I can use intersections a lot. So I'll that use helps. these country That's road cool. intersections for the turns around a point versus picking a random water tower somewhere on a, in, in town, I will pick the intersection because the good thing about that is I can give myself these cheater points about three quarters of a mile out on these country roads. Say, Oh, there's a Creek that starts right there. I'm just going to kind of aim for that. Come back around the, the next quarter of that turn. Oh, there's a, you know, the field changes from soybean to corn right there at a perfect three-quarter mile distance. It doesn't always line up, but there's always something you can kind of mm-hmm. look for about three-quarter miles away from that intersection, and it allows you to just aim yeah. each quarter. So it's giving yourself four little points to turn around to keep that circle, and then you're not even really thinking about what the tailwind or the headwind's doing to you. Yeah, just connect the you're, dots. You're, you're, you're just, connect just the dots. Ex- exactly. You're just manipulating that airplane to do exactly what you want to you're aiming for those points and you're making the perfect circle around each time not even realizing that you're you're making those bank angles to help with the wind correction but also you're just using your outside reference and and then too like i said the only thing that i really have them glance at when they're looking back inside is i want to make sure that their airspeed's uh where it needs to be and where their altitude needs to be i don't want to see them get low or high on me yeah and you know, heading shouldn't be that big of an issue because you're. It's a. It shouldn't an be an issue at all, maneuver. really. Yeah, it's an outside maneuver. Yeah. Don't look at anything else, other than your your altitude and your airspeed. Don't overthink it. Don't overdo it. Totally. There is a, so much you could probably talk if you were described through a lesson for a turnaround a point that is. It's so. It there's a lot more going on than I think people realize. Just playing mm-hmm. the wind and how your bank angle changes for not so obvious of a reason. 
Um, yeah. you know, as you slow down, your bank angle needs to shallow because your ground speed went down to maintain yeah. this this equidistant track. And it's not. I always found it was, it was everybody thought of it opposite of what kind of opposite of what is actually happening. Right. Um, I don't really remember the why why they thought it was opposite, but there's a, a quite a bit of lesson material really behind just teaching the steep turn and how the wind affects you and what your bank angle needs to done. One thing that I think is practical, other than the pattern, as you were talking, I thought about it, it's like how many times do people want to go out and take a picture of their house, take a picture of their yes. bus, do all oh, yeah. this stuff? They want to go buzz their girlfriend's house or whatever, right? I mean. And you got to think this is like to keep you safe. You were talking about like, I want to make sure you're on altitude and airspeed. Because if you think about it, you get distracted and all your concentration is on that fixed point on the ground. Mm -hmm. It's like you're letting the rest of the airplane go to hell in a handbasket. You're slowing yep. as you're doing the steep turn and you're geeing it up even more and all this crazy shit. And Increasing like, that stall speed. Yeah, yeah. right. It's just a perfect Because you're like, storm. oh, I can't, I can't see this barn that I want to take a picture of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So... <laughs> Whose truck is that in my driveway? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Look at uh oh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's every that? pilot's biggest right. fear. <laughs> yeah. What was, was that? Uh, the movie? Oh, it's Rat Race with the he oh, gets yeah. a ride with the female helicopter pilot. <laughs> yeah. And she sees the. She starts like throwing paint or something out the side of it. Doesn't yeah. She? I haven't uh, seen that movie in over I've a never decade. Seen probably it. never seen. Oh it. yeah. Never There's a scene of in that. Where she sees somebody else's vehicle, like at her boyfriend's house or her fiance's house. Oh, and she's flying a helicopter, so she just, for some reason, has paint with her on board. And just starts <laughs> chucking it at the vehicle. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's it's been. Uh, I remember, it's been so I long since I've seen the movie. I don't I, even remember if it's a good that good of a movie or not. I think I that's what, isn't it paint. I don't. It's been that long, so it could be something totally different. Scott, don't, don't bring it up. No. Scott, don't bring it up. <laughs> no, don't bring no. it up. No, I don't care. Oh. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't care. I, I know where you're going. Names. I won't use. Names. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how I know where you're going, but I do. I I might know where he's going. Somebody, I might know. Somebody used to. Was it tape or paint? I think they would tape an X on the I top heard of tape. Yeah, that's what I thought. <gasps> oh, I they think would I've heard tape, of this too. Tape an X <laughs> on the top of their actually their husband's vehicle, and then go fly around and find where he went, and then. Go land and go drive there. And <laughs> I have heard of a similar story. Con confront I've heard these con northern Ohio him. aviation rumors. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Lee, do you know anything about that? No. <laughs> no, not much. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, I don't even know where to go with that. Anyway, <laughs> for flight on the very expensive subscription has like. You can upload it on your computer, like afterwards, an exact profile of the entire oh, that's cool. flight, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, you can track it and see through that. Also, if you is have that, ADSB, you can at least see if your circles are. That, yeah, that good. I, I was going to say, is anyone, your S turns. Has that technology been incorporated in training some of these ground reference maneuvers to like post flight? Uh, I don't, like, I don't use it. See how you how it did. No, you could. I don't. I just don't want people to overthink it or overdo it. Uh, so I leave it out. But How do you look up perfection? You can definitely. Perfection. Absolute perfection. Yep. Yeah. I mean, if you're really striving for greatness, but. It's this is an license. oval Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> what the f***? 
<laughs> You'll never make it as a pilot. <laughs> That'll be $135. See you next week. Yeah. Yeah, right. I just love cutting them down. Because <laughs> I was just great the whole time. Oh, I, oh, I hear you. Oh, I hear you, man. I've had some doozies. I've had some oh, doozies recently. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the thing. It's it's a combination or it's a competition of imagination for all of these maneuvers. Like yeah. I, it's I can't say it enough. When you're trying to imagine the other fifty foot obstacle, you're taking off over or landing over top of. It's imagination. So it's like who's got the better imagination? That is what's going to keep you on the razor's edge of of absolute maximum performance. And you know you do the if you do the the um the quadrants if you can do a four way intersection and have the quadrants and yeah. connect the dots that makes it easy. So I don't much know. easier than picking a barn or a water tower or a silo. But the only difference is that makes it easy if you care about what the track looks like. If you want to like yeah. totally screw the like just make your chance of passing higher, I think the water tower or something with like just bland terrain around it's like whose imagination is better and i yeah. and this is where sometimes I say, that's all you have we're fortunate well, that's enough true. here where it's, it's all country farmland yeah i Some say you guys narrate narrate, narrate so the yeah. dude knows what you're doing while he's looking out the window like the side window not the front I mean, that's window. all your that's all your cfi exam is you're you're talking through every little thing i say do that early do. do that early yeah. and say correcting yeah, I mean, say correcting a lot yeah, yeah. it's like a free pass <laughs> Oh, 10 knots so fast good. correcting <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Slowing. Yeah, slow. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You could be all saying that stuff not talking. even making any changes, but if the examiner. You've acknowledged that you, that you see the deviation. Aware. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, and then do make the attempt to get it back. Right. Because if you're saying it, more than likely you are going to start. There's no reason correct. not to if correct. you can acknowledge it. Yeah. What's, yeah, well, what, what's that going to do for you? If you're not, then just don't bother even saying it. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, I um, yeah, I, I would say if you can get on, it depends on what people are getting into it for, but if you can get to the, like get to the verbalization stage, I think that is good. If you plan to do like anything professional with it, you can get the multi crew. Yeah, because that's helpful in a multi crew environment. And I'd say eighty percent of the people I've taught to fly have continued through commercial and and even CFI. I think it turned most people off to it. A little bit less than eighty percent. So, yeah. When you did it, Lee? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't like, want to do this oh, shit if yeah. I do, have to deal with assholes you know like what? this guy. <laughs> yeah, Maybe I'll take up hunting or yeah. sailing yeah. instead. Yeah. I hear there's a truck this is driver not the school. Hobby for me. Yeah. If I continue down this path, I'm going to end like end up like this guy. Yeah. I don't want that. No. Well. A life I do not want to live. Yeah. I don't blame him. I, I wouldn't want to fly with me either. Scott. When you, uh, do you remember what altitude Don had us do ground reference maneuvers at? Because I don't remember being a thousand feet. Uh, no, I, yeah, I don't know. It could have been. I, I feel like it was lower I than wanna that. I want to say, but... for, yep, a little lower than that. Yeah. Made everything nice and sweeter with the 150. Yeah. And I tried to find the email just now. I, I blanked out on probably five minutes of conversation trying to find it. I that's think we usually, that's what I do all the time. Though. I think we usually on, did them at like. On that note, though, I think we usually did them at like 1500 MSL, which would be like eight or 900. 900. Feet <laughs> here, depending on where you're at. Okay. Right? Yeah. 
Because we used yeah. to go, we used to go south a little bit. I think Norwalk's like eight hundred feet. You know. Yeah. So yeah, you're getting closer to seven hundred feet MSL or AGL. Yeah. 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 It's, it, I, I mean, it, there's really no gray area. It's a thousand feet because it's a. It's basically like Ryan and I are saying. It is to get you prepared for operating the pattern, which is at a thousand feet AGL for the most yeah. part. For the most part. Right. Actually, really, I, let's go nuts. It's between 600 feet AGL and 1,500 feet AGL for turbojet aircraft. Like yeah. Ryan and I, when we do a traffic pattern, we, a visual traffic pattern, 1,500 feet AGL. Right. Really? Yeah, it's 1,000 AGL for GA. That's what keeps the separation. 600 to 1,000 okay. feet AGL, yes. Okay. Like Ryan yeah. brought up, 600 to 1,000 AGL. So it's really a six, 600 to 1,500 feet AGL window. So anyway, I got emails saying i don't know what lee and ryan were talking about that they have to be done at a thousand feet blah 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 <laughs> and then w- one of them just said their instructor had them do it lower too and then the other one actually explained why you do it lower which is fascinating but to why give someone find it you need to find it because yeah. i want to have this kind con- ryan and i both want to have this conversation I, yeah i'd love I, to know Try to find it to give you an idea of there's a search my bar email. probably uh yeah and <laughs> we use proton mail and they just updated their search function to be better and i still couldn't find it i typed in agl i typed in thousand i typed in ryan i typed in i don't know what they're talking about none of it pulled it up <laughs> and to give an idea of my far aim at robertberger.com email address uh i used to say that i've read every email I have 102 emails I have not even had a chance to read, let alone respond to yet. My, uh, So, A, apologies. Well, Scott's so good at emails. You. you should give him some yeah. of those. Yeah, don't <laughs> to send sort any of for you. I, I, honestly, I'll never know that I even got it. <laughs> <laughs> he has the everything email, in bag. Do not, Just go right do to the trash email folder. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The um, automatic forward to the trash. (laughs) The email preferred method of communication is falling apart uh, right before our eyes. I sent all of my emails to Uh, Stay tuned. Just all of them. Everything that comes into my email. It doesn't doesn't matter who it is. Trash. You just yeah. No, it could be. It it could be from anybody. It could be anything. It's just all my emails. Yeah. Don't waste your time. I, I send you the link to get on the recording right now, and you're the Scott's like, I didn't get it. I didn't get, get it. it. Oh, oh, it's in my trash bin. <laughs> Scott just went into the settings and changed the name of inbox just to trash. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And just yeah. runs. Yeah. And then it's like, well, why don't you check the emails? Well, I don't check the trash emails. Well, they're all trash emails. So that <laughs> just makes trash. it. A, so I don't have to check my emails. <laughs> <laughs> There's no scent. It's still just trash. Yeah. It's all yeah. trash. No. All every one no, of them is trash. The anyway. only messages, the only messages I read anymore, in pretty much any form of life, is on eBay because I have to answer questions for parts. But if like, not nothing else, like I don't, I don't answer anything. None of my emails I ever open or respond to anything. <laughs> not my personal <laughs> one. Not my proton mail one. None of them. I don't use them anymore. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yes. Episode 100. We uh, we may have a new method of communication that uh, will hopefully work better. Stay tuned for, I think that should be two or three more episodes from now, depending on which one that is. Yeah, it's coming up. Uh, coming, coming up quick. Coming up quick. 
But I, um, how can we find this email? You've brought it up. I, and I tried I'd love to find to, it. to know I, more and just, see. It's going to take it. Um, before we do episode seven with this, I'm just going to have to really... I know I read it, so can it's one of the ones this? I've can read. Can you cut this and find it? Take five minutes and find it. I just took five minutes and I could not find it. Like, I don't know what I could have searched for. Lee, like, what do you want him to do? Just You want him to Lee pull it out of his ass? You can't find it. Calm down. Ryan. <laughs> Was I that worked up about it? No. I'm I just don't understand red. why I can't find it. I'm just... Lee, I'm gonna use Lee ampersand. Him. He's Ryan. like he just wants you to find it so bad. He's getting it's gets <laughs> really bad. Lee and ampers <laughs> Lee ampersand. Ryan. I'm interested to see because somebody Nothing. had a very good reason why to do a lower, and that is probably something I have not yeah. heard. So I'm interested to see what the ammo is for. Let's do a lower. Exactly. Ryan yeah. and Lee. Nothing. Um, Ground hmm. reference maneuvers. Thousand feet. I tried that. Uh, tried that already. Pattern. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Uh, what about date? Can you do? Uh, oh, yeah. I guess I won't help you. you know, um, or if they're listening, resend it to us or send it. You know. Yes. Well, yeah. Uh, so that'll be a week uh, or two from now. But. I know. Yeah. If anything, I'd, yeah. Why isn't this live, Rob? Um, they probably already gave up on the show because it went straight to Scott's trash email. Probably, yeah, probably. <laughs> they were so irritated with the way <laughs> Lee and I are teaching stuff on a <laughs> podcast. Lee and I legit try, and I, Lee, you've somewhat managed to keep up with yours, right? What's that? Your oh, email? Yeah, Your yeah. yeah. I, email? I honestly have not gotten one in. I have two unanswered ones. I don't know how I'm going to proceed with either one of them. And um, yeah, I'm up to date. I haven't gotten an email in two weeks. Ooh, okay. Yeah. It's very uh, it's I've, disconcerting, I gotta be honest with you. I think I've I got like almost ten today. Not me. Most of it positive, hopefully. People hate based me. on the subject. I'm easy to hate I though. And it's, I haven't opened okay. them. <laughs> I haven't opened spot. them yet. I, they hate us because they're anus. Well um, <laughs> maybe. So anyway, <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna edit this. I'll probably just not have time to, so apologies. You'll have to listen to all that in the course of the episode. Behind the scenes. Her, Love turns it. around turns around a point yep. I think is one of the most valuable maneuvers you can learn like just beyond for check ride reasons. Okay. I use that all the time yep. for what you guys brought up earlier mm-hmm. is I like to go around and Scott's the same way back in the day fly around to look, look at, at stuff, stuff on the ground. Yep. And there's many times where I just, there's a point on the ground I wanted to look at more and I turned around it so I could keep eyes on it. Mm-hmm. And to develop that skill to do a turnaround, a point like that, like it's like the back of your hand, you don't have to think about it. Yeah. That's where you need to, that's, you should strive to get there so that when you are trying to fl- like actually have a legit point on the ground you're trying to keep eyes on to, to check out longer, you can you can do that maneuver and not have to even think about it and you'll be safe. Mm-hmm. Where if you don't do that, if you don't practice that and you just like, oh man, that's an interesting thing. What is that? And you just, you're going to be all over the place getting yourself in a potentially dangerous situation. Yeah. yeah. So I th- turn around, turns around a point I think is got to be one of the most useful, valuable maneuvers uh, out of all of these. Absolutely agree. And it'll go right into your instrument training too when you're starting to learn uh, your breakaways as you come in and do a circle to land approach. You've got to keep your eyes on that that point and 
you're going to be using it there too. You got to keep keep control of that airplane and keep your eyes on what you're going around. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. I I I agree with both of you. It's it can't be. We have pretty tight tolerances, all things considered. Who cares if you go up a hundred feet, two hundred feet while you're taking pictures of your house or whatever? Um, that's one thing. But unfortunately, the other end of that is is you lost two hundred feet and you lost twenty knots worth of airspeed while you're loading up the wing, and now you've you've drastically reduced all of your parameters for like safety. You've drastically mm-hmm. reduced your altitude, so to recover from a spin, that's reduced. Your airspeed is reduced, so you're closer to a stall anyways, which means you're closer to a spin anyways. You're banked up. You're probably not coordinated, and your stall speed is much higher than it is in straight and level flight. So we have this, again, perfect storm that you have introduced completely unbeknownst to you. And most of the time, it's going to be fine. You're probably going to be almost entering this, like doing this, because it's not it's not a performance maneuver, you know. You're going to be doing a pretty low angle bank, and it's not a big deal. You're not loading up the wing too much, and you're at cruise airspeed and whatever. But we have to be cognizant, you know. Some people, you know, fly at reduced power settings, and they're doing weird stuff for I don't know what reason. But this is just trying to make you master all these axes while still focusing on a fixed point on the ground, which yeah helps you for the pattern. But for the practical purposes that Ryan and, and uh, Rob have talked about is, you know, that that taking that picture of that boat or that thing or taking somebody for a plane ride. That's one of the things people just do. You you take somebody for a plane ride and like they they haven't seen this from the air before. And so you're you're doing their cabin or their whatever. I mean, it's just there's a billion reasons you could do even if you're only doing half of the maneuver. I mean, you're not doing a full circle around the point, but you're doing, you know, a half circle or whatever. That's enough mm-hmm. time. For you to lose concentration and let kind of these these things go, you know, way off target. And if you reduce that margin of safety over stall with a high bank angle, you know, like let's let's think about this. This is something we haven't talked about. What if you're not you're not really um, diligent and and um, what do I want to say? Mm-hmm. Well, let's go diligent on your bank angle. And you want to keep that that perfect camera shot. And so now, well, I was doing 25, 30 degrees bank, 35. Oh, I entered in the wrong place, and I don't know how the wind's going to affect me. And I see that I'm drifting further away, and, and now I need to dip the wing more. And so now you're doing 40, 50 degrees of bank. And look what's happened to your margin of safety. Your, where's your stall speed gone? And now you, oh, I'm low, and I'm. It's just, it's just an introduction of all these things. And like Ryan said, if you're watching it and you're on it, you're not going to let that 200 foot drop happen. You're not going to let that 20 knots of airspeed, you know, reduce. Keep when you are flying, fly. If somebody's taking pictures, let them take the pictures. You just fly the airplane. If it ruins the shot, figure it out. Keep doing circles. Keep doing circles till they get their perfect shot. I don't know what to tell you. But balancing these things, that that that's what the maneuver is about. And I think that's the practical application. I was thinking more from the pattern perspective. Rob, Ryan, you guys brought up a better, I think a better, more practical, after you get your license perspective, what you're actually going to do. You're going to go do that. You're, yeah, you're going to do it on your check ride. But you're going to go do it in real life, you know, without warm-ups. Mm-hmm. You haven't done it recently. You haven't had somebody, you know, kind of barking in your ear about, oh, watch your airspeed, watch your altitude, all these things. 
You're just out there and you're going to do it. And if you don't pay attention long enough, you've drastically reduced those margins. And then your stall spin awareness type stuff comes into play. And if you're doing these at a thousand or less, so that's what I would tell this guy, a thousand or less, your odds of recovering from from a low speed event uncoordinated, if you let if you're there, if you're uncoordinated and it spins, right. you got no time to you got no time to recover. How many accident reports you gotta read to figure out that's a bad idea? Right. I understand in Denver though, right? Six hundred, I mean I guess. Yeah. Take a half hour to get to a thousand. I, I I understand doing it at six hundred out there. But. I don't remember. I don't remember that being a factor in it. Like I said I wish I could find the email. What do you mean you that, that person oh, from this individual? Oh, from the, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you were that email, shoot, shoot Ryan a direct message on Instagram. His just your Ryan. DMs. Yeah, yeah, I love your it. DMs. I love your DMs you are not out of control yet, right? <laughs> not yet. No. Okay. There's so, like a like a couple a week, and I always try to answer them as quick as I can. So yeah, you guys have been great with that stuff. I, so if if you are on Instagram, send it over at Eckel R E C K E L R. They'll be in the show description. Um, yeah, resend that email to me, and if you have Instagram, uh, send it to Ryan as well. Uh, it's at this point in time a lot more likely as far as him being, or send it to Lee too. Lee, no, 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 I said Ryan, Ryan only. <laughs> Unless they don't have Instagram, then send it to Lee. <laughs> oh, well, okay. I'll allow it. Yes. That way, because like I said, um, it's just at this point, I don't even know what to do with my inbox no, anymore. It's with me being a guest, it's easy because okay. I don't have as many. Yeah. Mine is. My I got a dry spell. I got a dry spell. <laughs> it's real easy for <laughs> me right now. Mine's even super still. easy. I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. Just straight to the trash. Yeah, straight to the trash. <laughs> wow, we uh, I don't. If you if you uh, if, we have never read a book on podcasting. I don't think, but if I feel like it would not be that advice of what we're doing with emails. Uh, it's not true. It seems we're to just work, joshing. Uh, well, I don't know what's gossip. Who knows? Uh, All so bets are off. My so my true. inbox is oh like un uncontrollable listen, now and scott's listen just i'm basically his, a celebrity so. now when you email a celebrity yeah, you sure. don't you okay. don't expect a response okay okay like you're just hoping you might get one by <laughs> chance right. but you don't actually expect one so that's, <laughs> if that's you're basically. lucky enough right. is that that's why i've never heard back that's basically oh, where i'm at man. right now yeah <laughs> scott uh, does not have the self-esteem issues um <laughs> Yeah, the turns around a point. Learn that like the back of your hand. I can't. I can't emphasize that enough. You want to be because at some point you are going to go do that. I feel like, unless you're really weird, like like Lee, who never experienced the joy of flight and would never fly around to see stuff on the ground so much like Scott and I did. No. He'd always fly to get somewhere, which is very odd. Um, yeah. but yeah, most people are going to go do a turnaround a point yeah. and like, and the key is too, like I could see potentially someone learning turns around a point and then not correlating it in their mind. So like after they have their private and they have someone up and they go fly around someone's house and they know how to do the maneuver, but they're not 
they didn't make that connection in their mind and they're not using those techniques and they can get themselves in trouble as well, even though they know yeah. the maneuver. Yeah. Don't be that guy either. I think yeah. the, the instructor needs to come into play there. Yes. But yeah. The practical app. Yeah. And that's one of the things a lot of people learn to fly. It's like, why? Like, remember back in high school, it's like, why do I need to learn trigonometry and shit? I'm never going to, I'm never going to use that. That's yeah, the same thing that's, here. People, that's what they want to know. Why, why do I need to learn this? As an instructor, I always try to figure out how to explain to them, this is why I'm teaching you this. Yeah, it seems over the top or why do I need to know this? But I mean, if there's any CFIs listening or people that want to be CFIs, just try to figure out a way to relate the information across to them. That's going to make sense to me like, oh yeah, I guess I will be using that in mm-hmm. the future of flying. Whether I- I'm teaching it or just, you know, it, it's got to be kind of known that there is importance to it. And I think a lot of the the stuff you read when you're learning to become an instructor kind of can point that out too. Yeah. You, also, I've reading, heard but. because I said so works well. <laughs> <laughs> Not my really? method, no. but yeah, that, that also could work. Learn it and love it. You don't, yeah. need, you don't need to know. You'll, you'll fail otherwise, so deal with it. <laughs> there is that. There is that, but if people want to like, they want to know more. It's And that's, yeah. I think maybe a little bit more of the type A personality. People who want to be pilots are tend to be a little bit more type A personality where they're like, For sure. okay, I need to know this just because my track ride is like, no. And you're saying like, hammer home the practicality of this thing. Every plane yeah. ride they go on, nobody wants to go do a lap in the pattern. And, and, and maybe that's all they get, but that's not like they want to go sicey. Like they want to see familiar things to them when they're driving around the ground. They want to see from the air. That is just kind of like human nature. They want that different perspective on their day in, day out life for them. I maybe, I mean, maybe it's, that's too It's the first thing I ask when I give a scenic tour. I'm like, what do you guys want to go see? Yeah. Where do you, do you guys live around here? Let's go look at your house. Let's go look at Cedar Point, the islands, any of that. Yeah, something that, yeah, picturesque that, yeah, they wouldn't, yeah, obviously get that perspective from any other, um, any other, you know, medium, you know. Exactly. Yeah. It's not, let's go look at this cornfield. Amazing. <laughs> hey, you know, no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. There so are hunters will do, do that. that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. True. They want to see where the turkeys yeah. are. They want to see where the deer are. And yeah. I've taken people looking for fishing spots. Uh, I've taken people looking for missing people. Then I mean, there's, there's all kinds of stuff you can circle around. We've had to look at like around train tracks, stuff like that. So I mean, you, the don't possibilities know pe- are endless. you don't know what people are into. Yeah. I mean, you could get into flying for a multitude of different, different reasons. So it's like you do you. We're just here to facilitate. It's, the first job I applied for out of flight school was a job flying a super cub out in, I think it was Yellowstone, and you just counted bison and where they would go. <laughs> so you would just have that to follow, amazing. follow the herds of bison yeah. with a little clicker and count how many were in the pack and where they were going. That sounds pretty <laughs> I sweet, I didn't get the actually. job. I didn't have enough experience counting bison, but oh, yeah. <laughs> <geez>. <laughs> if only. <laughs> well, we had more bison in Ohio you could <laughs> put on your, on your CV. But I know there's, there's uh, Ohio Wildlife Counts Ducks out here. And the, yeah. the marshes and everything. So, wow. And you got to imagine they're, and I know they fly real low when they're doing that. They're probably 500 AGL or less. Well, they're in doing. a part in obvious. I mean, you know, two. Yeah, engines, exactly. Yeah. Still. 
you got to be focused. And luckily, you know, somebody is there taking the photographs or counting where these these ducks and other waterfowl are at. But what a job. <laughs> I go count. I don't know what I'd count. I'd count anything. <laughs> Blades go, of grass. Pay me, pay me 80 grand a year. Let me go fly this super cub around. I'll count whatever you will. Clouds? Yeah, I'll it count does clouds. not matter. Clouds. Yeah. <laughs> About 20 of them up there today. We'll see how many there are tomorrow. Oh, that <laughs> one's splitting. <laughs> Click it again. That's like, that's like Lee's dream job, flying a super cub around, counting buffalo. I need yeah. more takeoffs. I'm not far I, off. I, saw I need more like, takeoffs and landings, though. I need yeah. more takeoffs and landings. Flying yeah. straight and level, not for me. I could never banner toe. Yeah. It's just yeah. not enough, I don't yeah. think. I have a, Speaking of the hunters, I, had a, I have an acquaintance, and uh, I was telling him about the podcast the other day. It came up. And uh, he's like, oh, fly my buddy. We fly his plane around to go hunting all the time. And we use it to look for look for hunting spots and all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, oh, it's crazy. Yeah. What kind of plane is it? He's like, I don't know. It's a little, it's a little jet thing. And I'm, he shows me a photo. It's a Cirrus jet. <laughs> the vision jet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh I mean, these God. are like. For hunting? <laughs> these are like big bearded, like hardcore outdoorsman hunter dudes. And they're like, they got a you vision jet. <laughs> A Kodiak or a caravan. Oh, a vision jet. Anything with a vision. Oh, my dear Lord. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, yeah, I asked him what his, what his friend does, and he's like, he's a drug dealer. And he's like, but legally, he sells pharmaceuticals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So I thought that was funny. I'm like, just imagine it was like the, um, like it's like the Bose Road crew, Scott. Yeah. Like with beards and like, and like to jet. drink. But they like have a vision jet. Nice. <laughs> it's got. You could picture that crowd. That'd be pretty sweet. No, do uh, the vision? Do sounds, they have a parachute? Dangerous. Ryan, do you know? I assume so. I think so. I'm not sure. I would imagine though. Yeah, it's probably one of their. That's their thing, thing, right? It's a single engine yeah, jet. Thing. Might as well put a parachute on it. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's 80 it pounds or whatever it is for that thing. Yeah, I I don't know for sure, but I would. If I were to put money on it, I would say there's one in there. Can I say this, Rob? Edit it out. I would never buy one of those fucking things. Never. <laughs> uh, Cirrus or the Vision Jet? Uh, Vision Jet either. for sure, but mostly either. Mostly either. If they yeah. started, if they started marketing a Cirrus without a parachute, I'd probably get into that one. That'd probably be fine. <laughs> yeah. But I want a you prop want, lever. You want, you want me to edit it out, or like I don't care. Whatever you, you just, want. Cirrus, you take it. I don't give a shit what you want. The one thing I will say is that one that hit the Metro Liner in Centennial, they both walked away from a midair. So if it was yeah. an arrow that hit that Metro Liner, he wouldn't be walking away. Hmm. Maybe. I don't, he might have. But I, I would say mostly try not to hit other airplanes. <laughs> True. The first thing. <laughs> Step Let's one. play tag. Don't Let's hit play other tag. airplanes. They got Robin Scott B. They're not dog tag. They're not playing dog fighting. They're playing yeah, dog tag. I mean, it's like yeah, let's go but, touch each other. Yeah, it's Tap one of those wings. things though. I, I've always kind of <laughs> despised the 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 Cirrus, but that's one of those ones where I'm like, well, hundred percent off. If you can't have two engines, might as well have one engine and a parachute. <laughs> I just I mean, like the comfort. I've I, I feel like I've sat in them before. I don't think I've ever flown in one, but I've oh, sat in one, and yeah. they're super comfortable, ergonomic, and everything. They are, the interior, but why does incredible. it need to have a parachute? It can be comfortable without a parachute. Is my thing because it because it can. 
What are those other ones that are similar, like the Columbia? It, it doesn't bother me that that's the Columbia there. doesn't have a parachute. Thing. Exactly. Yeah, it's a very similar. And I like design. I like Columbia. I would much rather. Have, well, hold on, Cessna TTX, and also I think they're not oh, making yeah, those anymore. One, yeah. They're not making those no. anymore either. But really? those are utility category. Four point four Gs versus three point eight Gs. Damn. Yeah, and you know how they got that wing to finally crack on a Columbia? They had to saw one of the spars in half. <laughs> they got utility category certification with one of the spars sawed in half. Damn, that's crazy. I believe Zeus so, told me that because he used to fly that one. Really? Yep. Huh. I'm almost positive. All right. Wow. I'm What's pretty that? sure we've wrapped up the actual part. So um, <laughs> I say, what? why let a good time end? We still got Scott for 10 minutes. Some, no, I know. We're, no, we're, no we're, you've got... Hold on. We're going to do the outro. We're going to, I, I got we're some all stuff speak to add to this conversation. In a few months. I, I've got this... Uh, I've got a, a poignant point I want to continue this conversation in, but I want to cut it. So if you're interested in the conversation we're having uh, after the outro music, I will, I will keep it in. Scott... <laughs> I sent you a five-star written review. Oh, okay. It went to his that's, trash. That's your, your he didn't get job. it. Yes. <laughs> Can you open your trash? It's not just emails. It's text too. No, he, I said it in the group. I said it in the group text. Sometimes I do read text messages, but it might be like a day later. <laughs> so <laughs> I just keep doing at Scott in the group text. I, so I just noticed. keeps pinging I, his I, phone. I noticed that because he's got the group chat on silent. Yeah, right. I've, yeah, I've, 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 I've I picked have, up like, on that. I have I have half the texts on in my phone on silent because I it's like <laughs> text is like I might text you back, I might not. Well, I probably will. It'll probably just be tomorrow. You know, I don't know. I just <laughs> anyway. When I, when I hear when I hear the text go off on my phone, it makes me angry. <laughs> I'm the that's same why way. I love, my that's why I love. I hate that noise. At it's like, Scott, at what am Scott. I going to have to do now? Who's trying it's to get a hold of me? 2021. It's 2021. Why is there a noise, Who's, dude? Why do you have a noise? Why is it not on vibrate? Is it the ding? Because, because I hate like, that one. <laughs> because like, if my wife's trying to get a hold of me, that's fine. I want to hear it and I want to know so I can respond to her. But if it's, it's anybody else, I don't care. It's 2021. Get a f- eye watch. It just buzzes your wrist. You look I at it. You watch. go, oh, it buzzes I my don't wrist. have to respond to that right away. Do watch. Okay. Well, if you were if you were in a noisy ass shop, you wouldn't hear or feel the vibrate. Yes, you. Would. No, you don't. No, you don't. If I'm I have on, my phone, on, Bob. If I have I'm my on, phone, I'll on get text. I'll get text. On, I'll be on. I'll be at work on tugboats that vibrate your teeth out. <laughs> And I'll still feel uh, my watch know. vibrate. I, I have real quick. I have my watch on vibrate and my phone on vibrate. And if I, if it's if if it's loud in the shop, I will not hear it. I will not know but it. But the vibrate, okay. isn't yeah. that anyway, the vibrate, I won't, isn't that I won't feel to... it or hear it. Oh well, I mean, it's probably because your heart's beating two hundred forty beats per minute. <laughs> the natural vibration of <laughs> yeah, offsetting yeah, whatever to... your watch will do. We need so, extra strength vibration watch for Scott. Yeah. Hook it up so, to so a car vibrator. Either, either, way, either, w- either way, like I, that's not solving my problem. My problem is I hate getting <laughs> any sort of message, whether it's text, email, or anything. I don't want it. We're getting Scott, to the root here, though. This is like therapy. Scott it's Boris. True. We're getting there. Scott Boris is an interesting individual, especially in a position of being a 
a host on a show is that he actually <laughs> hates people. Yes. Just in general. Yes. I think that's the general thing. I think that's something Scott and I share. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people share that though. I feel like we're not yeah. we're not uncommon. Yeah, that's yeah. probably true. That's probably true. I, it's I just This isn't this isn't the warm and cuddly aviation podcast unless Echo and I are on it talking. So can you customize like people, can you customize like. text notifications? Like have yeah, like no a way. different sound for different people. Absolutely. Should, yeah. yeah. Oh wow! Back to it's 2021. <laughs> no. Jesus I Christ! I don't like, know. I haven't been able to do that since 2006. Cause, cause <laughs> I would just Scott. I need to just. I need to. We just, were in. We were in high school when that feature <laughs> came yeah. out. I've never it done came it before. <laughs> okay, so I'll 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 leave my wife's on on ding, so I'll hear hers, and then I'm just gonna shut everything else off. <laughs> Yeah, isn't that the way it already is? That isn't that already that the way it is for you, Scott? It's almost, it's almost that way. But yeah. So <laughs> why just... don't you? Why don't you and your wife just get some walkie-talkies? Because that's true. You're never, you're never well, more than a mile away from each other. No, Rob, you could just. He's got it. Rob's got it. She's at work. Get a no. She's okay. Get a five-mile walkie-talkie. We don't need. We don't need walkie-talkies. We have phones. I'm just saying, like. Well, that way you have to pay for the phone plan. Walkie-talkies are free. <laughs> no, I would leave, just like, have, the, have the shoulder one like the cops have. Look how yeah. far the yeah. range is on those. Hey, yeah, what's for lunch or whatever? <laughs> whatever you just guys are talking about. Just get a walkie-talkie uh, with your wife, no, and then leave I, your I, phone on silent. I guess no phone. He doesn't her. need a phone. It, he doesn't it need a phone. Just, it wouldn't be just her. You should apply for your radio operator's license. It wouldn't be just her that left aviation. It'd probably be like. Be like ham, ham radio over here. The, the kid, my parents, maybe Gandhi, and that's it. See, just get everybody radios for Christmas, and you're all set. Yeah, that's a four pack at Walmart. One time expense. Think One of time the savings. Right. <laughs> You'll be money ahead by the end of the year. Yeah. You and Gandhi never go twenty feet from one another. That's so. That's plenty of radio range. He's right next door. It doesn't even matter. Why I, can't, I don't understand why I can't just continue to use my phone. You could have tin cans of the string for Gandhi. Silence, <laughs> silence every number in existence. Except you don't like need five. a phone. You don't need a phone. I wouldn't have, have a phone. Internet. I, I use a phone. If a lot, I had my way about it, I wouldn't have a phone. Yeah, I I do use it a lot, but. Uh, See, the problem with this is I don't have time to edit the way I used to, so this is just going to be all live to tape, even though it's not live. <laughs> that's fine. That's and then, so anyway, what's the review? What's the review? Uh, read the review, Scott. Thing. We always look forward to this. Scott and Ryan show, part two, please. I've been listening to this show for a while now and have yet to find a bad episode. I'm about to do my first Well, solo. this is the first one. <laughs> Yeah, here it is. <laughs> yeah, yep. you're welcome. We delivered. Wanted make, we wanted to make one special just for you. <laughs> yeah, promises made, promises kept. <laughs> I'm about to do my first solo, and you all have helped with the process. Scott has to take a shot after reading this. Well, I don't have anything to take a shot. Oh, oh. you got the wedding vodka. <laughs> wedding vodka. I'm not. dude. I, shot, shot, dude. shot, no, dude. No. It's a shot. shot. It's a shot. One shot. I'm not going. One shot. I'm not. I'm not. It's one shot. I'm going to bed. Come on. This is why we need the emergency shots. Yes. Okay. Yes. I I agree. I will. Lee's got his emergency. I'm ready. I don't know why I have these right here. Next time at the store, I will buy a bottle of something, and then in dire emergency, I'll buy you a bottle of something. Who gives a shit? No, I said I would buy a bottle of something. I'll bring you a shot right now. 
Stay up. Yeah, okay. Give me 35 minutes. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll be right there. Yeah, yeah. Ryan is the closest out of the three of us to Scott right now. That is true. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> I got to keep that in mind. If I run lights and sirens, too, I can be there in no time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Echo's got the Scott hook up. Stir something on fire, and then it's all legit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Ryan was gonna put that thing out <laughs> with a bottle yeah. of vodka. Yeah, perfect. Hey, it sounds, sounds like a plan. Oh god, we kept throwing uh, Molotov cocktails at it, but it didn't go out. We didn't get it <laughs> anyway. Oh, weird. Anyway, that was so, from the episode where it was, it was Scott, uh, Eckel, and I. Lee, you were gone. I don't know. Hysterectomy or something. We need more of those. I and your friends here. Yeah, and I <laughs> left, and then in the edit, be out of uh, you guys started like the, Ro- the Ryan anyway. and Scott episode. Yeah. Oh you, yeah, you, that's right. Rob, you yeah. and Scott were both talking at the same time. I didn't hear either one of you. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. No, no, no. One second. The um. Minutes. Well, hold on. Get. Let's let Rob cut it, and then one second. After that, I don't know. I don't know where the cut's gonna be. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Sorry. Email Scott. <laughs> we don't. Don't, don't yeah, email me. Don't. Good. Good night, everybody. Email's yeah. not really don't, a thing don't anymore, other me. than Lee's. Ryan at Eckelr on Instagram. Ryan Eckel at E C K E L R. Good night. Goodbye. Episode one hundred. Something with live. I don't know. Scott's gone. He's gone. Oh, shit. You, you guys say goodbye, too, so that I can cut that in now. All right, good night, somehow end. Good night. Thanks for having me again, guys. Thanks for coming on, man. Well produced, man. Okay, dude. People, I need dude. to grab a beer. Ace, <laughs> <laughs> uh, people say they listen to the show because it's unlike any other aviation podcast. So we're keeping that we, up, man. Yeah, if that's the goal. If it, that that's what I need to actually put in a label maker at the top of my thing, unlike any other. Something not aviation podcast because that's not quite the what, but you know what I'm saying. Unlike any other, yeah, aviation. I was gonna ask Rob or Scott if he wanted to uh fly on Wednesday, but he oh. decided he needed to leave, so I just texted to him. I got my flight physical in Sandusky anyway, so I know he and I were saying when we finished his flight review, like we need to go fly more, which we do, yeah, so. There it is. Oh, man. How you doing, man? I'm getting buzzed right now. A lot, a lot going on. Uh, I think that was get... a great episode, personally. 
Yeah, I'm hammered, so it sounds good. Perfect. I'm not. I'm. I'm joking. I, I. I've had literally one drink. I think I'm just tired. Well, I'm not. You know, I, well, I tired. One, one drink, but I've kept filling it up before it empties. So it's like, really, how many have drinks oh. have I had? All I've literally I know, only had one drink. Well, well, I can tell you when I started this. When we started this episode, the whiskey was here <laughs> in line with. The- <laughs> so that's where we are. Yeah. Just so I need. I need to. I need to refill if I'm going to keep up. I just think I. My, I had it, one drink, but I'm so tired. This is my last bit, and though. Then, I'm gonna. Or yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be like. I won't get anything. I've got. Me. I've got stuff to do still after this, so I'm gonna fire Thanks. it up. Okay. I'm gonna go. Oh yeah, 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 I do it. Right, or, uh, Ryan, how many days are you in? You guys uh, busy? Yeah. Mm, it's it's slowed down a little bit. Really? Uh just a tiny bit. I mean, I mean I'm, yeah, we I mean, have a little bit too, but it's at least. I think I'm in. I think I'm on day nine, eight or nine. Oh, so you have more than me. I think today was like seven. I think eight. Maybe. I want to say eight. So, well, okay, like the, that's closing the gap a little bit. But I was down in St. Uh, Thomas the other day, and like we had to add a day to that one, so that was kind of nice. I okay. Yeah, we got a and crew then, going down there for <clears> Thanksgiving, <throat> but I have Thanksgiving off. So. Oh yeah, I saw. I think is uh yeah. I think I know who's on that one. He's a I don't think so. Message. Oh, okay. I think and are doing it. They're well. They're hold on. So he's going on Friday to Friday. So they're going down. I know they're going. Maybe are going on the day gotcha. after Thanksgiving. I'm not doing that shit. Yeah, I think they are. That was yeah. That's the one thing we don't get anything like that. We don't get any Bahamas. We don't get any Canada. We don't do any of that shit. So it's like yeah. Like we do the same stuff, and I'm fine with that because, like, right. I like, I like controllable, predictable. I like the change-ups. Yeah, I get that Not, too. Or, or like, somewhat of the change-ups. Sometimes it can get annoying. I would like to be able to branch out a little bit and like learn some new stuff. Like the first yeah. time I was doing a Bahamas trip here, we didn't do any on IOE, of course, because we never do it. So I yeah. went in and met with and like went through everything. It's like. This is it. This is what we do. Nothing. Basically nothing. You yeah. file a flight did you plan. Have to do any, you go. Any HF stuff or did you stay close no, enough yeah, to the West that you were fine? Yeah. yeah. So we, so yeah, we just went right down. There's nobody. I think we just went to Nassau. I don't remember. I've been one time. Been to Bahamas with, with, well, cut that out if you leave it. <laughs> one time. Yeah. And yep. like I went with the airlines a couple times and it was no big deal because you never left the airplane. So it was right. no different. It was just another place. No different at all. Yeah. But here it's like, oh, you need the raft. Don't need the raft. All this shit. You know, like whatever. Right. Or you got to have a handler or you don't need one. Or Right. And it's like, yeah. we don't do it enough for me to be proficient with it. So I feel like every time I need to like go get into the SOP or the thing and the, yeah. the documents and like, what is the thing? And because I went up to Canada one time because I'd never gone with, I just mm-hmm. go up there. We just fly, I filed the flight plan, went up there. Didn't call camp pass, nothing. So, Went up there. So we land like, did you, did you, uh, did you call camp ass? I'm like, I personally didn't know. Yeah. And they're like, I, you know, I thought like dispatch did like, no, you have to. And See, I'm like, that's, that should be a dispatch thing, I think. But well, and I agree with you because in every other mode of operating dispatch does handle that. So it's right. like, Canada Especially is with the our one background place. with Canada. Yeah. Right. It's like, it's not that I don't know. It's that I wasn't, and I don't want, I'm not saying anybody else is to blame. I'm just saying it's right. not that no, I, I didn't I, know. It's that I wasn't taught how 
our way. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. You're not blaming anybody. Hundred percent. This that, is that, like this that's is not the my scenario, MO. and that's why yeah. it was handled the way it was. Yeah. No. Lesson learned. It was no issue right. at all. <clears throat> we were not delayed at all. I thought it's like, man, Canada Customs. They can be like vindictive a little bit. It's like oh, for sure. Sometimes you yeah. didn't call. We're gonna make you wait three hours. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I Scott had- and I. Last time Scott and I went to Canada, we were detained <laughs> for three hours. <laughs> Well, is that when you guys did the Great Loop? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know anything about this. What was this? Oh, you've heard about it before. You, we've talked about it. I think I don't know, or maybe it was the Ryan show. No, no the no, drive. Oh, you drive drove around. Oh, that doesn't even count. I mean, that doesn't even count. Well, that's the last time Scott and I went to Canada together. Oh my god! I think that's the last time I went to Canada. Period. Scott's, I think, been there since. We need to remake that trip. And we we can, got, I know. We I want to go clockwise. <laughs> I want to go clockwise this time. We did counterclockwise last time around Lake Erie. There you go. Back to the conversation about the parachute. I, I'm curious to get Ryan's take on this because Lee and I have discussed it a little bit. Yeah. So we don't know if the plane exists yet, but it's only a matter of time. This hypothetical airplane that will mm-hmm. have both the parachute mm-hmm. and the Garmin Autoland. Yeah. Oh, it's it's on its way. Guaranteed. What are some situations? In your mind, that you could think of, of when to use which one? Oh, ooh! If if you got both, what are what's a couple examples? What scenarios of, would present the what opportunity were, to use parachute or ver, auto land? versus which opportunities would you be best doing auto land? Damn. Well, I mean, I suppose if you're like, I don't know. That's crazy. I don't, maybe if you're IMC and you're absolutely panicked and you're not supposed to be, uh, the parachute, if you're like, I don't know, that's, there's so many scenarios, I guess, that could present themselves to like, what's the, the, the classic, like the incapacitated, like pilot, like, oh, he had a heart attack. My default would be the auto land in most cases, I feel like, because you're preserving the airplane and you have a lot, you can still have the parachute option. After you try to do the auto land, get that going right. How do, once, like, you, once you pull I, that parachute, you've got a whole lot less options. True. And you're still hitting the ground at, what, 30 knots or whatever, I think it is? But will everybody walk away? Will they? Yes. I imagine they, they, they will. They should, yeah. I mean, have, have, there, have there been any uh, parachute uh, instances where people haven't survived yet? I'm, I don't I know. Imagine. I don't know. I, yeah, or, I, I don't think so. I'd, I'd want to see the numbers on that. Yeah. And then also, like, I don't know what the auto land does. That will that work like in route? So let's say you're in route and you're you're still 80 miles. Let's call it, you know, 100 some plus 100 plus mm-hmm. miles away from destination. Mm-hmm. Can you hit auto land at that point and it's gonna continue to fly? I believe it auto approach and everything. Nearest I believe it auto. It, nearest localizer. It routes okay. you to the nearest one it's programmed to be able to handle. And that's going to throw like some kind of, it'll throw like a 7700 squawk automatically. It'll squawk like, and it starts communicating with ATC somehow so that really? they'll, okay. they'll yeah. route you in all, I don't know anything all about on it. its own. Yeah. it's so. You press a button and it will get you on the ground at a controlled airport with Damn. instrument procedures wow. like without you touching anything else. I'm just Pretty really much. anxious for this to be implemented in all aircraft, so my job gets a lot easier. 
Yes. I'll get within 20 miles of the destination airport, press the button, and just sit back. Sit my coffee. Keep, just keeps, I don't know. The button must have accidentally got tripped. Yeah, I, I must have hit it with my foot. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Plane just started. Just keep going to my it. Tinder. Oh, she sucks. Yeah. It's, I guess, I mean, the really only time I would see one trumping the other is just an engine failure. But, like, who are mm-hmm. you marketing it to? Autoland? I don't think that's really for the pilot. No. I feel like that's I for would, the like, I would family. want it all. I would want well, it all. Well, the passenger, or, I mean, the pilot I don't, would want it for the family, but. Yeah. Right. Okay, yeah, but the yeah. pilot's like, okay, I'm alive and well. I'm going to just go fly this ILS and land. Like what, yeah. like what situation happened that the auto land for a pilot flying this advanced high-performance airplane, when are they going to use it themselves? Good point. They're not. It's for their family. Yeah. Is my opinion. Is my opinion. I mean, there may be functions like, okay, I, I don't know what airplanes. I'm, I'm, I'm fuel critical, and this is my only option getting into this airport. Like, I didn't file an alternate because I, I, I blew it and. Or, or you have a, or I went to my alternate. It was just as bad, if not worse. Okay, I hit Autoland. But or you are, no, no, hold on, hold on, no, no, hold on, Rob. That's hold the on. pilot perspective. Hold that, that thought. Hold that thought, Rob. Hold okay. that thought. Because I'm, but no, Ryan. So they did what? So like I remember listening to a study, or not a study, but it was like one of those uh, like AOPA accident investigation reports. Yeah, and the guy flew to his destination. Yep. Had to go around, couldn't make yep. it in, you know, it was below minimums. Yep. And then he was on his way to his alternate and he's like, listen, like it's really bad. The fuel's getting low and he didn't declare an emergency. So, I mean, if he would have, he was like overflying like an air force base. They would have just been like, just land there. Like you'll be able to get in there. So he continued on to this next destination, had to do a go around there, came back around and he ended up ultimately running out of fuel and crashing and dying. So, like, for an instance like that, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm to my secondary, you know, I'm at my alternate. It's two minimums. I, I'm i not safe landing this thing. I hit auto land, and it's going to put me on the ground. That's I a, don't, a scenario where I would I, see Well, I don't know if it's like a Cat 3C auto That's, land. I don't know either. But I mean, that's what, auto that's land, what we doesn't don't matter know. whether it's VFR or IFR. Or uh, it, it's auto the, land. I don't think the playing gives a shit what the weather is exactly i think no, it just no, no, gets no, no, you on no. the ground ah uh, yeah i guess maybe it doesn't because if the pilot's incapacitated it doesn't matter what the weather is exactly yeah because it's not like somebody's eventually at 50 feet flaring for you no like, interesting that's uh, where and i don't know how what, what is i mean does the aircraft obviously has to have you know, controlled throttles and yep. the whole thing has to be. It would have, yeah, for Cat 3C, you need everything. Yeah. You need auto braking. You need everything. Yeah. yeah. Every sing- everything you can think of. Um, so let's yep. think about it. You need full automation of the aircraft. I mean, it, yeah. Yep. Yeah. You need a, <clears throat> oh God, I want to say a two, ch- two channel autopilot. You need, Auto throttles, auto braking, all everything, everything, everything that would not normally be on <laughs> such an airplane. I guess exactly. But, like, man, I'm, that's nuts. That's I guess that's... it is overkill though. But he, so you put that in a Saratoga. That Saratoga now costs you one point five million dollars for a f- 
flipping six seat air, single engine airplane. Right? Am I wrong on that? No. They're charging like two million dollars for center consoles now, and people are buying them. That's boats. true. That's true. A freaking center console. Yeah, but what you start adding in weight and complexity on a piston airplane, I mean, obviously. Well, avionics on any aircraft. I mean, the more advanced the avionics, the the price just skyrockets. But I don't know. I don't know. Like 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 a Piper M five hundred, M six hundred, whatever they're calling them now. I don't know how the different things are. Which one of those is single lever, FADEC, auto throttle already? I don't know. Is it already auto throttle? It's like, oh, we just add this little like package to your nav- your autopilot, and then right. it just incorporates all these things. Like, is was it just that thing? You know, maybe yeah. co- maybe only cost three hundred thousand dollars more, right? Because it already the has all the of- other components. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard saying, hard telling. So, like, let's say, Rob, did you have anything? My before I forget it, my example was you have a weekend warrior. Yeah, who's got an instrument rating, and they get in over their head, right? And they'll end up. They shouldn't. I agree. And we've uh, part of our discussion was how much safer is this actually going to make people? Because I feel like there's instances where, and this has happened with automation, um, not just this uh, over time, where people will go do flights Mm -hmm. because of those safety features yeah. built in that they yeah. would not go do if do. that safety feature did not exist and i believe that just undermines the the safety feature it's like it, it absolutely just, you just outweighed that that buffer because you're doing flights that you wouldn't normally do because you have that thing yes right yeah. you have that thing you think you're untouchable and then you don't use it because yep. you, so you, you keep that mentality a little bit and it's too, is this gonna, too late is this going to cause people to, you know, who have this on their planes? Go risk it when they wouldn't. Go take instrument flights that they're not, that they're borderline, not really qualified to go handle the operation right. potentially. And then let's be like, well, worst case scenario, I just press the button. And then now you're in situations where, you know, you, you would never have been in before right. at your skill level. Okay, so there is that, and I agree with that. But one, like, maybe another track on that concept is, though, what would that airplane legally be able to do? What's the max certification level that airplane would be able to do with a proficient pilot? I'm not saying, I'm not condoning that somebody that is not proficient go fly a high-performance, highly capable aircraft um, into a situation they're not proficient in. But it's kind of like, does... Well, I guess I don't really know where I was going with that. It's it's very interesting to think about. You don't want to push somebody that's not proficient to go do something like Mm -hmm. punch above their weight class because the airplane's capable. That's that's, that's a, a... what what's the hazardous attitude for that one? Where you think that the airplane's so high performance, so capable that it can invincibility? Invi- I think it probably it probably would fall under that one. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you don't want to like build into that, but it's like, what's the fine line? Proficient, not proficient. Proficient enough to handle. Yeah. What? How, like how how do you figure that out? 
So if you can't figure that out, is this not just a layer? Can the insurance company just not perceive this as a safety enhancement? I don't know. When you talk about insurance like that, they just run, they let it exist long enough and they just run math. Insurance is just all math. That's why yeah, what is the it? Rates, actuary science is what it's called. Like, yeah, the probability like, of stuff happening to figure out what they need to charge in order to cover and make profit. Yeah. Okay. Well, think about your family. That's like, then. Don't worry about the monetary insurance company. <laughs> think right, about yeah. the actual actions behind behind it. It's a safety enhancement. Yeah. I like think, I some, yeah. Right. Unless I the engine think. fails, and nothing is going to work other than the chute. The chute or a second engine. Those are the only two things they're going to get you. And I guess not second engine, but a uh, transport category or whatever. That's the only, those are the only things that are going to get you out of that situation. And yeah. in the transport category, that also requires a proficient pilot to do that. How many part yeah. 91 guys that go to school once a year get kind of pussy-footed a, a, a type rating and proficiency check and all these things go out and go lose it, yeah. kill everybody on board? Just because it's a two-engine turbofan uh, airplane, that doesn't guarantee the performance that it's supposed to. Proficiency right. does with in, in conjunction with the performance of the airplane. Right. So now that's what we're trying to replicate with this auto land. Yeah, that's a that was a loaded question. I I don't know which is the better of the two. I guess I kind of favor more towards the parachute at this point because I don't, but I don't know anything really about the auto land. I know that the parachute you pull it, it fires off and takes you to the ground. Yeah, I just which hopefully is ground and not water. <laughs> well, that too. And or not high power lines or power lines a building. Or, all <clears throat> yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you have yeah. some forward motion, don't you? I'm pretty, I think you have some forward motion. I would imagine. I mean, you're doing any other parachute. Right. That was the, I mean, that was the. It's going to vary on the wind, too. That's true, too. You're pretty much out of control, but if you think, like, who is going to be using it? Is the pilot going to be using it, or is it the passenger that's going to be using it? It's like, man, I'd much rather the parachute take over and we'll take our chances. And the the remote chance that this is required, the parachute. Uh, God, it just just depends. But if you have to pick one or the other, which I think is what we're kind of talking about, right? Man, you're hedging your bets all the way around for your family. You got your family on board. X happens. Pilot incapacitation. Auto land. Engine fail, auto land's not going to do you shit. Mm-hmm. Engine fail, I'm, but obviously that requires me to be incapacitated for me to not do anything as well, you know. But if I'm incapacitated, and a family member can just, they have to know to pull the thrust lever or the uh, throttle to idle, mixture cut off, maybe whatever the procedure is, and then pull the chute. They need to know those things. So it's like. Can you teach them those steps? Can they utilize those steps to enhance safety? It's like, there's a lot going on. There's a lot to unpack. And there's there's not that many scenarios. There's only a few scenarios, I suppose. Maybe four? Yeah. You're incapacitated. Pilot's incapacitated with a shoot. 
Pilots get incapacitated with a auto land. Pilots, pilots not incapacitated with a shoot. Pilots not incapacitated with a auto land. Those are the four, pretty much four scenarios I can think of. Yeah, I be- I believe the auto land too. It's it's running constantly in the background for uh-huh. even if you're a solo pilot. Yep, and right. um, so you can do like an te- auto level too if you get yourself out of if if you get disoriented in the clouds or something. Because I know even like some of the systems now, like I don't, have not, like I don't think level. so. Auto land. I think it's a button. It's like says it's auto, auto land. Yeah, no, that one is like button. yeah. It's like with a yeah, like a gang plate over it and everything, isn't it? Yeah. What I'm talking about is you're solo and it's constantly. If you go a certain amount of time where you're not putting any input into the aircraft, yeah, that's every flight I go on. Dog, it will <laughs> it it will alert. It'll oh, uh, I believe it brings up an alert. And if you're to go, oh no, I'm awake in the you know cancel. It'll just auto go into auto land for you if you do, if you just oh. stop flying the airplane. So if you have a medical emergency in flight, which I mean, it, it while you're by a yourself, lot, <clears throat> especially it'll bring there was it down one this summer for, out here. Yeah, it'll detect that you're no longer flying the airplane. Ask you, are you still flying the airplane? And if you don't respond to that, I believe it takes over gotcha. and, and puts it on, puts you on the ground. And in those situations. You know, as long as everything works right, you still got your airplane intact. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're not ha- you're not even bruised. Yeah, you're but if you're incapacitated, you're probably dead well, by the time you land. Maybe, or you're just you know you're not conscious. You might somebody ever get CPR. Or something. Uh, what about a like a depressurization or something situation? There's that, plenty of people that come back from CPR that are. I mean, they have no consciousness or even a pulse you give them cpr for a half hour and you can bring them back to life it's i mean it happens no i mean verse verse if they lose consciousness and crash their plane obviously you're not bringing them back from that yeah (laughs) just the how long between the time they could have been incapacitated Till the Correct. time the thing knows to start the auto land. Ax- actually, till lands, yeah. the closest. No, no, no. Till the auto land detects you're not silencing the yeah. alarm, and then it needs to say, "Oh, what's the closest airport? Oh, it's a half hour away." So, how many minutes has traversed? And right. then you land the airplane. How remote are we? When does the ambulance get there? Blah, blah, the auto blah. land alerts that as soon as it goes into effect, it alert, it figures out the time and route and will alert emergency crews in the tower, I believe, to Damn. be there the moment the plane. I lands. get that, but you have to go to an airport that has those services on the field if that's the immediacy that you want, and maybe it knows that. I'm sure it has database. I mean, it's not the aeronautical or the airport facility directory has knows that information, so it shouldn't be that hard. But I don't know if there's user defined charts airports. Up no AFDs anymore. That's right. God damn it. Yes. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe the upgrade, maybe the upgrade I'm, is I'm just old, the man. Difference. I'm old, man. I can't keep track of all this shit. <laughs> maybe. The, wait, what? Uh, it's he was not the about, AFD anymore. It's a He goes to airport facility directory, and I had to stop. I go, it's chart supplement. <laughs> they changed the name. Oh, it's the same yeah. thing. Same goddamn green. I remember book. that. Yeah. So oh, there's a there's anyway, a lot of stuff in there. We need, I guess, we need to do some more research on how this auto land hold all I have the no parameters. I, I know it exists, but I have no idea how it works. Or uh, yeah, I'd like to me either. Know more. Me either. And why doesn't it do a was? Uh, as far as I knew, is ILS. 
but I'm not sure. Maybe there's a wasp-based function. Obviously, Should. that would dramatic. Well, we're gonna, we're 100%, gonna be fa- that'd be better, yeah. honestly, exactly. especially from a safety standpoint. Get on the goddamn ground if you're worried about pilot incapacitation. Right. Well, and you're going to get that many more airports, too. All of them. You'll get all of them. <laughs> exactly. For the mo- You know what I mean? You'll get 98% of them yeah. versus 50% of them. Mm-hmm. Or less, 30% of them. I don't know how many airplanes have ILSs, but it's interesting. So it's like, okay, all right, here's like the final thing. Rob, it doesn't need to be the final thing, but here's, for me, we've talked, we've covered some ground. You can only pick one. Parachute or auto land. With what we've covered. Uh, as a t- uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go parachute. Ryan? You thinking? So it's okay, yeah, it's okay uh, to think. Par- it's okay it's, to think. No, I mean for this point, parachute for me because I don't know enough about Autoland. Mm. So it's it's a very biased selection, but that's where I'm at with it because I don't really know a lot of the Autoland capabilities yet. I agree. I with want you. both. And what about I you? I want both. Are you? I would say I would go parachute, and my mm-hmm. reasoning is. I can teach, you know, like Scott was trying to teach Nicole. Nicole did right. not want to learn. And that is common. It's like, it's almost like resignation, right? Like, that's not going to happen. Like, there's, you know, it's not going to happen or whatever. So I don't need to learn it if I if I am rationalizing that it won't happen, which is like, like obviously not great. But if you can teach like one, two, three steps to solve a mm-hmm. problem, yeah, do the best you can. And if you can teach somebody, if I'm incapacitated, power to idle, mix your cutoff, whatever the procedure is, obviously follow the manufacturer. But I'm assuming it's something like this. Basically, get the airplane safe, pull the chute. Do all that, you're good. I don't know how in-depth. Honestly, this is is a dynamic that I don't know. Is there an airspeed limitation? Can you pull that chute up to VNE? I don't know. Yeah. What if you're in a was, spin? Like uh, that's you know, was my question. Spin recovery, time. like Autoland's not going to be able to get out of a spin. It, no, it, well, maybe I it think can. Worst case scenario, the parachute's <laughs> going to be better. It might not be pretty, yeah. but I want as many people, or I want the highest probability of walking away as possible. Autoland's not going to do shit if you run out of gas or the engine failed. Yeah. But obviously, the pilot needs to be incapacitated for the. So you didn't have the engine fail and the pilot incapacitated. That probably didn't happen at the same time. But we know how engine failures with the pilot <laughs> coherent goes. Typically, right. not good. So, shoot, makes sense in that case. And I think that uh, be proficient, have the shoot as an engine failure. I look at the shoot as a um, second engine replacement. I look at the auto land as an incapacitation tool for the family. And I, when I think of it through that lens, the parachute, although I hate it. I know. Yeah, me too. I I just, it seems to be a better fit. You can teach somebody three steps for the worst case scenario, and they are likely going to walk away. The same cannot be said for the engine failure or the fuel starvation. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't, I, yeah, I, I got Or the possibility that. of loss of control. Let's say you lose a wing. <sighs> Parachute's going to bring you down without a wing. You are so probably f- by the time you figure that out. Oh my God. Um, you never know though. I mean, the guy that hit that metro, the, I keep going back to that Metroliner crash. 
Uh-huh. What hap- what all happened? What all did he miss? Up. Lose? What did he lose in that? I don't know. Well, for I sure. I remember it gear, happening. Which, it was like over which, Denver no or something, deal. right? Yeah, it was Centennial. Uh, you can see where his wing clipped the uh, vertical sta- stabilizer of the Metroliner. So I imagine there was severe damage to that wing, which would probably cause, you know, an uncontrollability. And I'm guessing he just reacted to the impact and put the plans in motion. I- I'd like to read the report now mm. that we're, we're several months out from it and see for sure. But mm-hmm. I think, I don't think he would have walked away otherwise. Not yeah, to say... I- I think this is almost worthy of its own episode after some research. I maybe find some guest that knows more about it than than we. we Well, if we knew we were going to talk about it so goddamn long and in depth, we could have probably looked at anything about it. Well, it's got my mind thinking, you know, 100 miles an hour too now that I want to look this kind of stuff up and and see more about that accident. So if you think about it. Or the Embry Riddle crash. I don't know what altitude those guys were at where they lost the wing. But I heard it was like, like just on upwind, like they had just taken off and they were an upwind. Ugh. I want to say, so yeah. they're you know whatever so seven hundred. You're probably feet. not gonna walk. Yeah, that's what I think. Late. I'm going back because we used to go into Daytona Beach a lot. Yeah, and I remember like that week. But yeah. I whatever it does. Yeah. Do you know what the altitude requirements are for the shoot to be effective? I don't know. Anybody know? Yeah. I know See, nothing. That's like all these little things I want to find out. Like. There's a lot, but if you think about it, you lose a wing, whatever, a second engine isn't going to help you there either. No. The chute is a much... land's not going to help you. you know, no. It's, this, it's this, A much broader spectrum. A, Wings a don't normally all. fall off, and I would no, say also still so don't rare. hit other airplanes. But, right. man, happen. if you want the widest net you can possibly cast that is going to be the coverall, it might not be pretty, but you want the highest probability of... Anything happening to the airplane and people walking away seems like the shoot's yeah almost a no brainer. What if most the majority of your flights is South Florida Bahamas? That changes it. Extra milk jugs. Yes, that's what I was. <laughs> I was gonna say life jackets and uh, life rafts, but milk jugs too. <laughs> Equally as good. <laughs> Scott Boris method. Yep, the Scott Boris method of transoceanic crossings. Milk jugs. No, but but seriously, if I was if I spent most of the time flying the Bahamas, I would I would want the uh, the auto land in, in that situation because I mean, you pull that chute, yeah, it's going to bring you down into the ocean, and you're probably not going to survive depending on where you land out in the water in the Bahamas. It's all, it, dude, it's all hedging your bets. I understand, I 100% understand what you're saying. It'll get you safely, but we're, we've just got done talking about wings coming off and hitting another airplane, which is, I, it's a miracle it doesn't happen more in Florida. So it's like when you think about the worst case, the worst case, people walking away, the aftermath of the walk away is kind of what you're talking about, shark infested mm-hmm. waters, all that yeah. shit. The aftermath, make contact with the earth in one form or another again. How many people survived that? That's controllable. That's what we're worried right. about. If you're worried about people surviving the shark attack, that should be your raft, whatever, in my opinion. Right. All right. Ryan. Yeah. You get a damn 
profile picture. I know I can find one on here somewhere. Uh, <laughs> What's wrong with my initials? <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's just, is it just an R? I think it's just an R. It's, it's just an R. R E. Yeah. Oh, is it R E? Oh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll find you one. I'll we actually one got re- we actually got real listeners on there now. Well, didn't you say what's the rule? It just has to be a regular old like like a regular face. Nothing picture. in the background. You said wasn't it? Yeah. It's, I mean, a little Who bit of cares? stuff is fine. It's just the focus. Stop the main focus. Who gives a shit? Uh, that's it. Well, then can I just use my think Facebook profile? Think picture? more LinkedIn. Okay. Oh. Then like yeah. Where's your Instagram? What's your Instagram picture? It's like me on a arrow. I think. What's wrong with that, Rob? <laughs> I was trying to get more. It's probably old. Well, mine's pretty current. I'm mine's trying like to keep it. I'm old. trying to keep it as personable as possible. And then, like, when your face becomes a small little section of it, it's like, okay. Oh no! Yeah, I'll make it like closer up. Yeah, no, we can do that. All right. Yeah, I'll find yeah, you one. That's cool. All Just right. make it a picture of your like your eyeball. Your I would say if I'm wearing pit vipers in the picture, though, is that going to be a thing? <laughs> What are pit vipers? Those like the obnoxious sunglasses from the nineties. Oh, I don't know what that is, man. They're like here. They're just like oh <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> pit vipers. There you go. Win. Oh man. No, sunglasses. Viper. We got allow. It's pilot, so we got allow sunglasses. In the you have to okay. allow sunglasses, but no aviators. All right. All right. <laughs> no aviators. That's fair. Yeah, I'll find one. I know I got some on here. All right. Lee, you, you joined the rotor space today. I saw that. I was like, what the man? I, I didn't like, expect to see Lee Griffin in there. I want to get my rotorcraft, man. Really? No, I, I've, yeah, I've always wanted to. All right, let's go. Let's make it happen. Uh, well, no. It's so, that's so expensive. So expensive. Well, well the I, idea I, I is, think I did run the, ran the numbers on me getting, and I can't remember what certification level. I think it was only my like I don't even expect a commercial to be add-on. A, yeah. Uh. Yeah. How much do you think that will cost me? Twenty-five 20 grand. grand. I came up with thirty, so we're in the ballpark, boys. Yeah. That's a f- ton of money where I come from. It is a lot. Yeah. Well, we. So why are you pushing so hard, Ryan? You, you think I'm made of money over here? <laughs> the yeah. idea is you got that, we're gonna make that such great. Salary. We're going to make such a great fixed wing courses that we'll have the money to then get a rotorcraft and we'll all go through rotorcraft. And Ryan will have some cushy job where he can just get it too. <laughs> get those resumes out, buddy. Yeah, right. Get those resumes <laughs> That's how good and. Hello, I Gulfstream. Can, you yeah, need a test pilot? Buy. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Oh man! I hear the cost of living is cheap in Savannah. <laughs> is it? I think it's. I think it's okay <laughs> if you're making whatever they make as a test pilot at Gulfstream. Right. Hello, I Iraq. Probably... I hear you guys need some contract pilots. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Uh, it's probably for sure. Went. I what mean, there's the somewhere. Rest? I mean, Emirates, whatever. Do what you got to do. Well, I mean, any like Middle East contract flying is. I want your per to... diem alone is like five hundred a day. Oh God, that's insane. Do you I get your per diem get... check? By the way, I just got. I want to get helicopters. Ago. Mm, probably it's fifteenth, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I didn't have it at midnight tonight. I just got oh, no. it like a few hours ago. I haven't even checked. Yeah. Oh man, I'm 
I'm living on on a. Are thread. you living two paycheck to paycheck? Oh yeah. Beyond. I'm the last no, time I opened my bank and, account. He and Scott just throw everything into retirement savings, so they don't have. It's mm. kind of like living paycheck to. Paycheck. I'm trying to catch up to Scott, but I have two kids. Their checking accounts are nothing, but their 401ks and Roth IRAs are good. Um, I want buy airplanes and then once we have that all done i want to buy helicopters i want an r66 thing that's what i want let's go we'd have to do an r that's turbine isn't that's it? The most it, sold. yeah it is i want an r66 god damn it dude mm. r44 is the most it's the cessna 172 of helicopters yeah it's so the most it's those basic one. bitches we don't want to yeah. be them we want the no. r66 <laughs> we need it for the training program that's the biggest one you could have for a training program would be the r44 <laughs> And then we get the. We get uh, just go right for the jet, jet ranger. ranger. <laughs> Two, <laughs> no, and then the second one we, we do gotta be the cheap M- by now, right? Yeah. MD five hundred S as the second oh, chopper. Oh my god! Well, those look. I mean, they look good. Four blade prop, They're all that cool mean. shit. Which the McDonald Douglas five hundred S. What is just, that? Like just the, Google it. The, like it's MD like the quintessential S. pipeline patroller helicopter. MD five hundred S. Yeah. Yeah. It's a badass. Twin ducted turbine chopper, ducted turbine. Just rotor, got a mean oh, hell to the yeah. Let's get two of them. <laughs> <laughs> when when we're not using it for training ourselves somehow to learn how to fly, we'll just yeah. go to Alpine Rescue with it. <laughs> right. God, I hope it has auto land. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's you. That's Ryan will be like Ryan will be like I'm borrowing it and flying it to Denver for helo boarding. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. Well, I'd have to totally. just hire. I'd have to have one of you guys fly it so I can jump out and snowboard. More vice yeah. versa, whatever. Yeah. I'll take one of the take interns turns. Or yeah. that <laughs> wants some turbine chopper time. Well, Perfect. think about it. I mean, oh my god, that's so fucking bad. Well, I wonder what the same. Well, I wonder what the hover altitude is because I want to say like I knew like somebody was like those are only like fourteen thousand foot hover altitude, which obviously is plenty. Yeah. You got to get weird choppers to go. Some guy landed on the top of Everest on a chopper. No shit. This is a Guinness record. It's happened <clears throat> once. He landed and took off a helicopter on the top of Everest. I know, like some of the guys out like west too. I mean, they're going up on top of, you know, fifteen thousand foot peaks. So, yeah. Well, yeah, but I think Tyler's in the in the right now. He's he knows his wife's a, a chopper CFI, double I in helicopters. Did he respond to me? Uh, I don't know. He's been he's been so active. I, I meant to check the analytics of the uh, platform. I think he's probably beating uh, you and Scott as far as activity. Well, good. I don't have time for that shit. So <laughs> <laughs> all Scott's notifications are going to his trash. <laughs> it's so far not from the truth that it's like almost. <laughs> it's like. I'm making this shit up. I mean, it maybe doesn't automatically go there, but it goes there anyways. Yeah. Oh, I oh get God. It. Uh, this is the last. I didn't even bother reading the emails because we're not. Just, we're stopping the emails. We're gonna start promoting the end of each thing and the beginning of each thing. And well, then how I do guess. we measure our productivity, Rob? What do you mean? I'm just saying. Just you. Just let that marinate. Let my productivity. Yeah. As far as with the. Uh, we uh, for admins, you've got sixty-two points in the last thirty days, which puts you number three. Tyler Brunkhorst, who's been on for two days, has forty-three. Yeah, 
Okay, so get a f- day job. What do you want me? What do you want me? To, what do you want me to tell you? I got two kids and a day job. I know. You just need to. I don't know. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. See, I already it was like I already said something. I already did it one time. No, you're good. Yeah, you're goddamn right. I each each like you get, like if you can just come up with some interesting posts that a bunch of people like. Oh, I won't. Crash Oberno Inferno. I'm not going to be able to do that. That's how Scott does it. He doesn't do much, but everybody likes his stuff, so he, he gets a point for each. I can't, I can't pull that off, so. But you get three points for each comment, though, and you can talk your f***ing head off. Mm, yeah, just yeah. Do sm- just do true. smaller comments, and then each thought its own comment. Quality or quantity over quantity. I can do that. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Yeah, I think, I mean, like, I love how cute R22s are. So that would be fine, too. What? An R22. Robinson, R22. Oh, the, the R22. That's... The next step down from a 44. Yeah. Which is probably a pretty large step. But... I don't like oh, yeah. the exposed motor. Is it more exposed than R44? <laughs> yeah, the R44 is all cowled up. It looks beautiful. Oh, it's gonna look R- good. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. The 20, isn't the 22 closed up or no? No, I would have thought they were wide open. almost the same. You can see the intake thing on the side, and it's all wide open. Just well, maybe when in anything, maybe Rob, when you see the price tag, maybe that might make you think it's a little more beautiful than it is. I don't know. Well, it's the most. It's the R44, which I've done the studies on it, is. Like unbelievably, the most common uh, helicopter sold. Okay, and it's the most common if um, for a flying job. Most operators, like percentage wise worldwide, use the R forty four for their commercial operation. Okay, so if you are getting a helicopter job after you get your commercial, you need, you you've got like a, looks good. Yeah, you get you have like a ninety percent chance of that first job. Being in an R44. Okay. Well, when you say it all that way, not that it really matters to me, I want the easiest <laughs> way, the cheapest way to the rotorcraft, com- commercial rotorcraft certificate level. And I mean, honestly, I would, I mean, ATP rotorcraft would be great. I don't know how you do that. I don't know if you can, because a, an ATP and a rotorcraft is basically the same as doing like a transport. I mean, okay, hold on. Never mind. I don't know. It'd be sweet to get ATP rotorcraft. Oh yeah, one day. I I want I want it as well. I want them all like Pokemon carts. Yeah, I'm I'm about to pour out. some more whiskey. Well, I, just, I got a uh, I got the Tervis thing going. This little, this I don't know how much still. is in there though. I can't tell. Uh, I filled. Well, that looks like a fair amount. Yeah, is that straight it's... rum? No, 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 no. But uh, I'm drinking the rum... straight. I'm, bring, I'm drinking straight I, bourbon. I started, the rum was right there, and then Pepsi and ice. How many, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. How many, I put the, I, what percentage I feel, is that rum? What percentage is that rum? Where's that bottle? Jesus. 35%. 40. Okay, so you're, okay. So I'm at 45. All right, well, how many of those have you had? Uh, this is no. Oh, you're way more drunk than me for sure. I'm not oh, trying to argue that. Yeah, at I all. am. Well, I'm no. I'm trying to gauge how much further I should go. Oh, I, I guess a little I, more I, by the sound of that just, cork. I just meant 
I just meant this and is... I hear some I blugging this from still. Mr. Eckle. <laughs> I'm gonna do a little off. more. Just a splash. Just a splash. <laughs> we gotta solve Scott's alcohol la or lack thereof. Oh my god. I've drank what is half that? of this How thing. <laughs> I've drank half of this thing tonight. It's perfect. No, it's not. Do you have to work tomorrow? Nope. Then you're fine. I well, <laughs> he's I gonna wake up six him. times tonight. That's true. Kid, but no, well, we did. I disassembled Will's crib, and okay. we took the mattress out and nice. we put it on the ground in our bedroom. So, oh, that's not the advice Katia gives. Katia says melatonin. We have. We're doing that as well. We're doing all those things. Will will wake up. I swear to God, he gets down at 11, 11 to 11.30 every night. He's in our room. Take him back. Back at 12.30 every fucking night. It's See, terrible. Katia's, because I've talked to this with Katia before. Well, let like, her have some kids, going out. and we can talk this about is what This is what's going on at Lee's house, and you talk about wanting to have children. Uh and then she, I, because she grew up in the Soviet Union, like raising her younger siblings, mm -hmm. and she's just like, yes, you just you leave them in the room, like they're not going to die, and like she's very just cold about it. Put, put a lock on the door, which was <laughs> the next, which was the next step. Put a lock on the outside to their room and just let them cry it out, because that's basically what we did with the crib. Let them cry it out. They fall asleep. They go to sleep. Stay asleep all night. Yeah, it sounds it sounds easy. This is not a mouse her, I, that you're running over with the mower. You are listening to <laughs> or, a verbalize, or a hamster or a hamster, if you will. That you're you disabling know. in its room. <laughs> disabling hamster. Is that? Is, is, is that is I'm going to disable it. Hold on, I'm going to disable that was it. Odd, that was oddly worded. <laughs> To say the least. Oh God! My Anyways, favorite part of the night. <laughs> it was great. It was great. Oh God! It's, it's different when he's three years old, almost three and a half. Oh, hold on. Yeah, almost three and a half. I mean, he's three years and four months old. I mean, he's he can verbalize very well. Yeah, <laughs> almost anything, and. That's very difficult to deal with. Like the things he's afraid of in the room. Yeah. All the all the feelings. Yeah. It, is no. not, it sounds super easy. Lock him in. If he says he's hungry, shove some carrots under the door. All that just <laughs> sounds easy. If you're that hungry, you'll eat these goddamn carrots in the celery. But do you need any dip? But it doesn't matter that he can verbalize anything. It's like he's crying. Tears running down his cheek, like you. I just be, when you meet, or definitely bring this up. I'm just, I'm just curious because I'm always like the middle person. Oh, it's all I want to talk about. It's all I, want. I think about it multiple times a day. That I want advice from a professional that cannot be clinical, and be like, this is, this is my kid. This is like everything I love about life. I would kill everybody else on this planet except for these two kids. Happily. Worst case. Worst case scenario, we'll, we'll both be at... 
So you can meet then, hopefully before then. Well, hopefully before then, but it's like, what state of inebriation am I going to pee in to even really absorb anything she says? I mean, <laughs> well, I see we'll her... start in the morning. We'll, we'll be there setting up. That doesn't we'll, mean shit. We, you tell you us we're not making Bloody then? Marys because I am. <laughs> first thing, man. Ryan. Who's up first? Who's... All right. <laughs> request the time off now. I yeah, did. dude, seriously. Yes. Yeah, I, I'll put in request. 22. Well, we can't... Seven... <clears throat> For vacation days, you can. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. I will hope my video is oh, yeah. or at least a video for that weekend. I've TV already video. used all mine. Rob, what do you want me to do? I've already, for next no, year already? I thought you already all had mine that are off. In. Really? I don't I think you, so. I thought, Hold on. I thought you already I had that weekend off. No, all my all you my said. videos were used. But I'm bid number two, so I can yeah, get I can fine. get it. I'll be fine. Just tell them you're too hammered to come in. The, okay, that's it'll be the truth. Super, oh god. <laughs> It will, hey, uh, it will be the truth. I'm safe. <laughs> yeah, right. Have you, hey, have you ever heard of that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it'd, it'd be no problem. Uh, How you doing? Oh, not bad. I got nothing to drink. No? Nothing. What? We have to work like, on why? that. Why? I don't have anything. You oh. drank it all? Well, I guess if, uh, I guess if that's the way you want to look at it. <laughs> I mean, start getting into some whiskey, man. Yeah, you got some know. of you got some wedding vodka somewhere. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Just have a little wedding vodka nope, with nope, us, Scott. No. Get in the mood. Come on, I'm not going. Down you there. can't beat wedding vodka. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's not, there's not that much left. I don't want to, I don't want to kill it. <clears throat> Scott's wedding vodka was UV, Eckel. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> uh, high dollar stuff. Yeah, we went, we went high. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's better than Pentacle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe it's. I would have gone yeah. with the. I would have gone with the Korskis, but. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's or, bad. Or, or Papav. Papav. I don't know any of the ones you guys are talking about. I know Stoli. Vodka. They're all Papav, like cheap plastic not, bottles. Yeah. Papav, <laughs> Papav and Korskis are like cheap plastic oh. bottles. I. Well, I Stoli is on. too. To know to know these vodka brands, Lee, you need to bring your knee pads into the <laughs> liquor store so you can examine the bottom shelf comfortably. <laughs> you, you you know they're good when they have a picture of the Kremlin on the on the label. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! I can't remember what's on Korsky's. I think they both have the Kremlin on the label. I know Papav does. I'm not. I'm not sure what's on Korsky's. That's funny. Yeah, shit. Kremlin. Someone get a bird? No, I, I hear it. I'll, I'll disable it. It's a there's a hamster in here now. Oh, <laughs> I'll disable Jesus. it. I'll disable it. <laughs> okay, you do you, hamster man. Hamster disabled. It's why not do you that have bad. Hamster, not that why bad. do you have a hamster in your office? Because Allison didn't want it in her room anymore. So it's like, what are we gonna do with it? <laughs> oh God! Return it to nature. That's what you right. do. <laughs> well, maybe in, the, in the maybe in the springtime. It's a little cold right now. At least give um, it a few months. The outcome of, is of, the same, dude. I don't, you know, the outcome well, is the same. At, at least give it a few months of of fun. <laughs> no, <laughs> dude, it won't make it through the night. It's a hamster. Hey, we. Yeah, no, it won't we'll make it through it the first right night. Away. It might. It's pretty smart. It no, burrows it down. It makes homes. I don't know. We had a gecko that we makes holes in, with what toilet paper once. tubes. Toilet paper tubes in its bedding. 
It's not the gene pool's pretty pretty shallow it's, in the pet pretty, store hamsters. It's pretty intelligent. <laughs> this thing, it's a survivor. It could survive. But I, I better shut its wheel off here. It's the Rambo yeah, of hamsters. It's the Rambo of hamsters, yeah. It's the genius of hamsters that has one extra brain cell. <laughs> yeah, and I will have him like tonight. Yeah. He's disabling it. It's our That's icon hilarious. for the private pilot. What, a hamster? No, the owl. Oh, the owl, right. <clears throat> what is that one? The private. And what's the... Oh. Oh, because you're the first smart rating. or something that's like the that. First, that's the first rating, first rating you can yeah, like, yeah. fly at night oh, without that's any right. endorsements. Okay. Hamster's been disabled. Appreciate <laughs> Poor guy. that, Mr. Boris. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Never stood a chance. Nope. <laughs> he wasn't that smart. <laughs> no, no. No, oh now, he's, now he's just trying to figure out how he can play with his wheel again. He's walking around on top. <laughs> I just took it out and tipped it down. And now he's like checking it out. Oh, like, shit. what the f is going on here? Well, if he's as smart as you say, he is. He's going to stand it back it up. <laughs> we'll be hearing the sounds again. If he was that smart, he'd WD 40 the damn thing. <laughs> he's trying yeah, to fix so he could right use now. it still. Yeah, he's trying to fix it. No, I took it out <laughs> and laid it, laid it flat. So he'd have to, like, you have to put it back up and clip it to the wall again. Oh, wow. man. A multi-step project <laughs> for the little guy. Yeah. Yeah, give him a couple yeah. hours. He'll figure it out. He needs some friends. Out. They could just kind of like Amish no. figure it out and yeah. put it back do you, up. Do you know, build do you know anybody that wants a hamster? <laughs> no. A lot of wildlife probably around your house that would probably love it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. So what's up? What are we doing? Performance? Yeah, what are we doing? Ground reference we, uh, maneuvers? We're doing that. We're continuing on the series, so it's gonna be performance and ground reference maneuvers. So I so I just wanna just wanna clarify. So we've done I double I triple I like the Roman numerals. We've done all of these? Uh up to five, yeah. Really? In the in the Echo series, yeah. Okay. Let's carry on then. I'm gonna have to kill this bug thing. Fly, damn fruit fly or something. I'm listening to the. I'm, re, I'm going through the audio for next week's episode uh -huh. where Jeff was on, uh -huh. and you were talking to him about how you literally have no clue anything that you said, like mm -hmm. in the past episodes. Yeah, because <laughs> how you how you black out just talking. Yeah, and you don't listen to the episodes anymore yeah. usually. Yeah, what about it? <laughs> so he was just. <laughs> this reminds me of it though you're like wait we covered all that already yeah <laughs> oh sure. I got him boys <clears throat> nice what'd you get he wasn't as smart as your hamster Scott no no nope uh, she gone Scott remember if you ever talk about the hamster in the episode you gotta talk into your mic still cause we can't hear you when you're looking at yeah, the hamster you look, uh, <laughs> well how am I supposed That's to good. talk That's about good. it Mike. <laughs> <laughs> without looking at him you gotta make eye contact yeah. when you talk you go, about it you go like this you don't want to talk behind no, his back I'm not gonna talk have shit about him have you ever seen the radio DJ I yeah I gotta, I gotta, have you ever seen the radio DJs they go like this they got their mic techniques so they always stay on the they can look around and they stay on their mic the whole time yeah, well I'm not a radio DJ so <laughs> uh, clearly <laughs> oh man oh that's funny shit oh yeah i do black out i talk it's pretty funny. yeah that's good try to avoid the freudian slips and things like that you know i got a little bit of a speech impediment so 
<laughs> Got to really yeah. focus in on, you know. Sure. Uh, or maybe it's the drinking. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I have some, there's some episodes that I don't even remember back when I. Oh, there's a lot. <laughs> I don't remember at all yeah. what we cover. In the like maybe the next day I do I or whatever, but there was that one time. No, when Scott's it was... talking about Scott's talking about we've recorded and Scott in the morning didn't remember we recorded. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. I remember. I remember one time waking up at this desk being like, "What? <laughs> what? what happened? <laughs> Where am I?" I think that was that was a that was. Where did this was, hamster come from? <laughs> you were you were there that one echo when I, when I fell asleep. <laughs> I woke up. That I was woke, the first one of the first ones Echo was on. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I, I woke like, up. I woke up at like one in the morning, just stare, like sitting at my computer desk, and I was just like, "Oh my god." <laughs> Like I don't, I don't even remember what we said at all. Like, <laughs> okay, um, all right. How are we gonna intro this? What part is this? This is six, I think. Right? I think five was landings. Uh, no, this is um, five and six. Performance maneuvers and ground reference maneuvers under sixty-one one hundred seven. You know, yeah, I'm talking about the like part of the series though, of like episode. I'm stringing together. Oh, part that's one, all, part two, that's part all you. three. That's all yeah, you. it's part six. Yeah, it's part six. Okay, I just want to make sure I intro it correctly. So hold on, how is it part six? Which did we make part twos? Oh, takeoffs and landings and go arounds. So we did takeoffs on one, landings, go arounds on another. I believe part four was the takeoffs. Part five was the landings and go around and right. approaches. So from here on out, no. performance. So this will be, so we'll pretty much make it all up by the time we're done with this one because this is five and six. If we put them together. If we do navigation would, stuff, yeah. No, no, navigation is seven. Let me go to the actual. No, no, no. We got, no, we got it. We can do math. We can do math. If we took takeoffs and takeoffs and landings and go arounds, two separate episodes, that puts us one ahead. If we combine two of them, that puts us right back where we were. If this is perform um, performance and ground reference maneuvers, that is that would be five and six. If we call this one six, we'll be one for one back with navigation. The next one will be seven, which is navigation. Follow me. Vi is six. So in the uh-huh. in the context, yeah, performance is five, ground reference is six, and this is episode of the series part six. Yeah, see, so we're it says it says V for performance, v, performance and ground reference maneuvers. Yes, so if we combine v, them, are we only doing performance? Maneuvers. No. We're doing performance and ground reference maneuvers. What number is ground reference? It's a part of the V still. In this. In the ACS. In the ACS, yes. Yeah, we're not covering the ACS. That's what you're using for your bullet points. The 61107 is what we're covering. Let me find it. I believe you. I just haven't looked at the actual reg and well, no, well, don't believe that part. Series. It depends on how, whatever you want the episode to be. That's like your 60, deal. 61107. Yeah. If that's what you want the episode to be, which I thought of what it was, which is why I'm being... That's, I did that's not, what we put in the title. There's just more meat if you go into the context of the ACS. 
to elaborate on it. And I agree with you. It just depends on how you want to package it for everybody. That's, I guess, that's where I was. I'm sorry. Okay, no, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I don't know how you want to package it. It's whatever. I, I don't know either. I just think um, performance maneuvers is only steep turns, right? Correct, mm-hmm. for the private. So that's probably not going to fill a whole episode unless we get really sidetracked. <laughs> Wouldn't write off the possibility, but it's, po- it's possible. It's possible. Possible, not probable. Is that <laughs> well? Scott's dead sober because he's yeah. drank all his all his alcohol in his entire well, house, and he's got what, none left. What am I supposed to do? Well, I don't know. I, it's Sunday. I, I had a few had a few beers. It was all I had left, and I didn't go to the store. So, oh, I should. You should keep a fully stocked bar in the house I, at all times. Just I know. in case. Yeah. I've got liquor bottles all to wazoo all over my place. They're in those drawers, right. my dresser drawers over there. <laughs> we need to get him an don't. emergency like kit. Emergency like kit of minis. See, <laughs> yeah, but then See, I just I drink run the out emergency of mixers kit. sometimes. Then once I well, drink, like put it behind glass, you have to like, yeah, like break, a, yeah, <laughs> like a fire extinguisher yeah. or something. Well, that's kind of like what the wedding vodka was for, but I, I'm not gonna just go down there and get that because it's starting to get a little low, and I don't want to drink at all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to find yeah. one of those fire extinguisher things that you have to break yeah. and install it in your hanger. Yeah. Perfect. With a bottle of uh, something. Yeah. Well, yeah, get a, get a tall, get a tall one, a handle of something in case I of suppose, sobriety. Yeah. Break the glass. I suppose if it was liquor, it would work. If it was beer, I would just drink it. And then I'd be like, oh, I don't have to go to the store this weekend because I know I already have beer. And then I would just drink that beer. You should buy a, like a, every Friday, this is my tradition, I buy two bottles of liquor. Every Friday. <laughs> every Friday. <laughs> <laughs> and contrary to popular d- belief, I don't even drink one a week. So <laughs> they just that, keep stacking that, up. That so ends up in a bottles, surplus. You just have bottles <laughs> everywhere then. Well, yeah, I like to try different stuff. Is my yeah. kind of my like shtick. a doomsday prepper of alcoholism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like to have different flavors. You know, to try different I, rums mainly. I don't typically drink liquor, so I don't. I, well, then it'd be good to have it around then for yeah. far-end podcasts. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah, that's something I've given a lot of thought of. Like, if I want to go fly around the country, it's a lot easier to carry a bottle of booze than it is cases of beer. Oh, like, if you're sure. gonna go like yeah. backcountry camping oh. type thing. Yeah. Well, oh, I yeah. mean, when I was like in my bar drinking days, obviously I drank liquor because then I could stuff my pockets with little liquor bottles. You know, <laughs> five-hour energy drinks. Five-hour energy drinks <laughs> that were actually full of liquor. Right, but you know, <laughs> you can't do that with beer. Like, oh, stuff my pockets full of beer and go to the bars. Like, no, you're, you're gonna get caught. Scott, but. Scott was in his early twenties, would get like a Captain and Coke, and then he'd have five hour energy bottles it like a in his pockets full of Captain. So he'd just add and make each drink a double or a triple, and he just the bartender after they pour the drink, he'd be like, "Oh my god, I'm so tired. I'm trying to wake up. I got to pour some five hour energy like, oh, in my cap." So tired. <laughs> I was really just making it stronger than the bartender genius. would have poured. I remember it. one time I actually was really tired, so I just ordered a monster, and then I poured the five hour energy, which was it was vodka, I think. I don't remember, but I poured the five hour energy. I'm just sitting at the bar. And I just pour the five hour into the monster, and people people looked at me and they're like, "Dude, you're gonna die!" And I'm like, "No, it's good." <laughs> oh my god! 
love it. <laughs> they were thinking I was about to slam a, a monster and a five on energy. <laughs> Resting heart rate at 240. Yeah, yeah. Dude, like a hummingbird. Yeah, <laughs> I remember people looked at me and they're like, dude, you're going to die. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> oh, God. I How many ounces a, is a is a five bar energy? How many ounces is that? It's like it's like two, two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. It's like a it's, you did the math. It was very close to a shot one it's time. Yeah. Yeah. When you did it, it's about a shot. Be, yep. Yeah, two. Yeah, it's it's like, I think it's a little bit two. I think I don't know. I've heard of a drink called the nine loco, and you take a four loco and add a five hour energy to it. Yeah, I've done that. Oh. It's not good. It's not good. <laughs> oh. oh, I almost died. I literally, I literally almost. Died I remember that night. night. Yeah, I drank. Scott <laughs> almost went to the hospital. I drank. I drank two four locos, a five hour energy, and a Red Bull. Holy Red, hell! A Red Bull and vodka at yeah. I five was yeah. the last one, yeah. and then you ended up at that one uh, some I random house, party house, yeah, Sergey's like, house. Just like tweaking out all night, and I was almost, oh, I almost just took myself to the hospital. <laughs> it's like I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> and that had nothing to do with alcohol. That was just you had so much. Oh freaking... yeah, I just had so much caffeine in me. Was... That's how they uh, discovered Narcan. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scott went to the bar one night. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good. I used to love. I wonder if they would have. I would have. I wonder if they would have like given you Narcan if just because they thought you were a junkie, even though you never did that stuff. No, I mean because I, of I, how you were acting. No, I mean they, they only give you that when you're like ODing. I think. Like I was wide awake. It was just I was just like having like a wide panic awake. Attack. <laughs> yeah, I was just like. I mean, I'm sure I was fine. A lot of it was probably just in my head because like my heart was pounding and like I was like having a panic attack. <laughs> It was like once I once I started to sober up and then but like I was still jacked up on caffeine. I was like, oh my god, am I gonna die? <laughs> I would have just drank more. Calm yeah. you back down. It's probably yeah. not possible to die. I mean your heart's just gonna keep beating you if you well, die. Right. Yeah, yeah, until it explodes. He's brain dead, but his heart's still going. Yeah. His heart's yeah. going like a hamster. Yeah. <laughs> like his hamster wheel. Like your little buddy back yeah. there. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. We found the cure to immortality. Yeah. All right, it wasn't. It wasn't good. Found my deathbed, just five hour energy right in the IV. Yeah, <laughs> keep me going. Yeah, straight to the heart. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> what are we doing again? Um, part six. Let me let me intro better than that. Hold on, I'll think of something. I sure hope so. Yes, <laughs> me too. Glad this isn't live. It's weird. We go in these, like, we'll go a bunch of live ones in a row, and then I like the live better, and then we'll do a bunch of non-lives in a row, and then I get used to that, and I like that better. It's just, it's an odd. Mm -hmm. I better get this rolling so I can get to bed. Oh, Jesus. (laughs)